In my crib, we got Kobe on the wall. Rest in peace, Muhammad Ali, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what? So we bike. What's going hold on? Down, hold on? Hold on? Hold on? We gotta down, make this official. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We finna get sued. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We back now, baby. Mics. Don't if you me. notice us coming through real luxurious, notice that we finally got the mics, baby. We on. Time coming. More procrastination, if anything. It wasn't like oh, we couldn't man. do it, but, you know, that's how it go. You are now yeah. tuned in to <laughs> Jim's exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what's up, man? We got another docket ready for you boys, man, ready to go, man. Guys and gals, um, let's get it popping. Uh, family update, I go. Um, everything good. Can't complain. Everybody's working. Trying to make some moves on the business side, but uh, everybody working, staying positive, man. Trying to stay safe in these rough times, man. You know, so that's pretty much it for my am. I'm good. How y'all doing? Well, as everyone knows, we we apologize for the break. I know it's been a while, but uh, unfortunately, COVID did strike. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we got hit. Uh, my son got hit with COVID, and it was a long ten day period, bro. Like, I felt my inner Chris Benoit coming out. Because, mm. <laughs> you know, he spent... Wait, what? <laughs> triple, triple across face. Yo. Or as West I go, it's say Ripple across face. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, dealing with, dealing with children for 10 days straight, unable to go anywhere, yeah. outside or any otherwise. So we y'all, get y'all cooked, y'all Uber Eats, how y'all do it? Yeah, we cooked a lot, uh, delivered a lot. Uh, luckily, you know, Walmart got the delivery system now. So I'm yeah. We, we was, Trust we was me. pretty, Say, we was holding up, man. From Walmart, Kroger, Target, they got yeah. it all on the clutch, bro. Yeah. You just go on the app, order what you need, go there, pull they it to the parking shit spot, up. pick it up, bro. I, don't even, I ain't even about to pull up. Them niggas deliver that shit. Nah, they deliver it to your door. That's how I get my groceries. Oh, wait, they, what? Yeah. They, oh, bring, yeah, they, they bring it to your house right now. To your See? Yeah, we done told the wrong person. <laughs> nah, <laughs> bro. Baby mama be tripping, bro. Baby mama? Put some respect on her name. How long she taught me baby daddy, bro? That's how we talk. Yeah, that's how we talk, bro. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad, Plu. My bad, Plu. It's all good. Nah, yeah, she took. I gotta pick my own my own vegetables and and, and my meats. They they mess them up. Like I. Nah, they do be on that bullshit. Sometimes though, it's kind of iffy. 
It's definitely kind of iffy sometimes. So yeah. And then they hit you. They'll wait till they deliver that shit and then tell you, oh well, we didn't have this item, this item, this item, this item, this item. Like fam, what is that's it? half the shit I wanted to me, nah, bro. For real. <laughs> I think I think I think when a dude do your deliveries, it do that. I feel like when I've had women deliver my groceries, I had no issues. But for nah. some reason, when a dude, I think they just get in there, pick some stuff. You know how we are. Yeah. I finish just give them whatever. And I'm I out. promise you. Don't hit me with the equate too, nigga. If I if I got some cinnamon toast crunch, do not give me no off-brand <laughs> shit. <laughs> do not give me no off-brand. I promise you we'll fight, nigga. Same. Great value, Walmart brand. Like, no, I need that. Nah, real talk. Yeah, but nah, man. Uh, we we blessed. Luckily, the man is doing well now. Uh, and I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm not I'm not even gonna put it out that it was like really just that tough because it was good to spend time with the fam. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was able to you know, put my daughter to sleep, like, read her stories every night, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was able to bond a little bit. Don't get me wrong, she was finesse a nigga, because, you know, it was supposed to be one story turned into six stories. Oh, that's a fact. But, read I mean, like, it was one. a blessing. Another one, another one. <laughs> it was a blessing, man. I cannot complain, bro. I feel, I feel like that was a good little break. And then I backed all that, and I got blessed, because I'm off uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday week, of Thanksgiving week. Week after, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, <laughs> no, I know, I know wrong with that. Hey, I'm about to enjoy. So, Eli, Eli, bro, I'm trying Eli to how you, uh, my bad, but yeah, man, how you, how you doing, man, bro? I've been straight, the family been good, you know, we're doing a little, I'm on another shift for now. Um, yeah, I get up by nine, I get there by nine thirty, ten o'clock, and I leave anywhere from eight thirty, nine, maybe ten, depending on how bad the shift is. <clears throat> but if they good, bro, you know, that clock we tell them it's time to go. What time you leave yesterday? Uh, allegedly, I left at 5.30. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> some like, people, some, some camera may or, or might not be. said something about me leaving around that time. I don't know. Hey, man. You work hard uh, for the week, know. bro. But, I mean, it was, it's been good, bro. It's kind of similar to Javon being at the crib. You know, you got to see a good part of it, you know, being able to put them to sleep, feed them, wake up with them. You know what I'm saying? Tell you. Like, it's nice, bro. I'll take the I'll take the glowing hours just so I can get off of work and catch them up and bathe them. That's that's good. I just, I'm trying to get to the point to where I'm not tired, where I get home, do a little bit and pass out. Like, I want to be able to kind of alleviate Sakari and give her a little bit more of a break because I know... With us just having a one vehicle, um, she kind of stuck at the house, bro. And I know yeah. she be getting like, <clears throat> she be feeling like, you know, she in jail and stuff. So y'all going out today? Facts. Uh, I don't know. Probably, probably not. You know, the carton in, in the refrigerator that mini made lim- that that lemonade <laughs> strawberry is starting to look a little halfway. So <laughs> we might do something about that. <laughs> we might uh, we might just. Keep it at the crib. Uh, Walmart delivery, man. Get that. Say, nah, <laughs> she bougie. We going Target all the way. Target oh be pro. Oh, my God, bro. Target be over, man. I be overcharging, bro. And, and the crazy part is, it's like the greater value version is better than the Target off-brand version. It's crazy. Of I don't the get juice? Of everything. Cereal, candy, it's all know, of it, Never bro. cereal, bro. Never cereal. I'm keeping honey, bro. That off-brand cinnamon toast crunch can suffice. 
I'm sorry. I go with it. I, I eat it. I don't know this. First of all, I don't know this nigga. <laughs> I do not know this nigga. Ain't no, bro, never. That no. more tastes like wood chips with, with mm. sugar on it. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't never had the off brand. I that think I had that once or twice, but uh, you know I'm bougie, fam. I, I, I'm straight. It was disgusting, know? bro. Nigga, I had no choice. I, I mean, you got to make the moves that you know as they present themselves. No, nah, nigga. As soon as I, as soon as I was able to make my own choices, bro, we're sending them to Crunch all the way. That's bro. facts. But I, I mean, like the off brand was like college days, like when I first got out of college and I had to, you know, be uh, frugal with the budget, nigga. What that money? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I pay the extra seventy cent to get <laughs> to get what I need. That's well, like, crazy. It's only seventy cent difference. I promise you. <laughs> But I mean, when you're in college, that's 70 cent matter, nigga, because you got a finesse. You know what I'm saying? You got the two, three, maybe, I don't know, like a $20 budget. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got you to you stretch that. Nah, that's a fact. You get one pack of, uh, one pack of links, some bread, you know what I'm saying? It's noodles. My guy said one pack of links. I promise you. They <laughs> oh, so is he, is he cutting them, are you cutting them in half to stretch them out or? Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gonna you gonna finesse that into about three meals. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Cause my pops, three or four meals. My pops was telling me a story when that it was him. I think when he got uh, he got in trouble in Louisiana, and uh, they had sent him here to Dallas, and he had started um, him. It was him, his brother, Uncle Wim, with my grandpa. Grandpa gave him a little, you know, they all worked or whatnot, so they gave him the rent money. And then they'll be left with all the little bit they had. He said, well, all we'll do is get about two, three cans of chili. Add water to it. <laughs> add crackers to it. Stretch it out. <laughs> you, man. you gotta make something shake, dog. This shit is real. When you broke, bro, you gotta you gotta make stuff stretch, bro. You gotta get that. First of all, you get some spaghetti. Get you a big ass pot of spaghetti. That's gonna stretch you. That's gonna last you at least two days. Bro, spaghetti is making it. Depending on you adding cheese, some ranch, three days. I'm telling you. So, you know, if, if you're in a struggle out there, bro, get you some spaghetti. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make some shake. Red beans and rice, sausage, barbecue sausage and rice. My bad, go ahead. You be frugal, but nah, man. Uh, what's on the docket for today, Morris? Well, that was uh, your survivor's guide to live in the Oak Cliff. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, uh, but now, now we finna, we finna pod now. <laughs> Yo. uh, we got some introspective topics before we get to the meat and potatoes, but um, we're gonna start with how important is it finding your purpose in life, and do you feel like you have? I started off, me personally, I feel like I have actually, surprisingly, um, with this podcast. And in life, because I'm very good with my words. I feel like a part of my purpose is giving my words of wisdom to people. Because a lot of people rely on me for advice, you know, for some encouragement. And I feel like I could uh, I could give off that energy, you know, to want to come ask, for somebody to want to come ask me for some advice or, you know, some encouraging words. So I try to, you know, give that off the best way I can. I do think that's my purpose in life. And. Hopefully, I continue to elevate that part of my life to even give better advice and have better words of encouragement and give life to somebody and they could bless somebody else and so on and so forth. Pay so, I think, mm-hmm, I think I have found my purpose. Respect, respect. So about you? Hold on, hold on. I got to ask you a question on that. So, when you say that, does it give you gratification when you see the person you gave it to? Paying it for of course. And then they go and they, they do the same yeah. thing that you gave to them. Yeah, that's the epitome of each one teach one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, all, that's what it's all about. You know? 
Nah, that's facts, though. What about you, Eva? Purpose in life? I mean, I don't think I've figured it out yet. <clears throat> I don't think I'll figure it out until I'm about my 40s, mm-hmm. honestly. Nothing wrong with that. I'm learning more about myself, more about my wife, even my son. And he's helping me learn more about me. And I think the older he's going to get, the more I'm going to learn. I think if we have another child, the more, the more gonna I'm going to learn. So I guess that's purpose. I don't know. But that's kind of how I see it. You know, that's kind of how I'm trying to, like, navigate with it. I want to make sure that I touch everybody. It's like Marcus. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. I don't know. I don't know if I'm good with words. I don't even know if I'm good with setting a good example. You know what I'm saying? So you're just, definitely good with ideas. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I guess. Just I guess that. Go. <laughs> I guess that creative part of it is there, and I guess it's more on me just being more confident and kind of just going with it. Cause I kind of, when I have an idea or something like that, I kind of bounce it off of somebody. I need to bounce it off of somebody. I don't just go with it. I bounce it off of them. They be like, yeah, nah. And I kind of like, hmm. You know you what I'm saying? So though. you need stuff like that though, where the people are able to uh, give you feedback, whether or not you're going in the right direction. Maybe you need to bag it up and, uh, you know, look at it from a different perspective, stuff like that. I mean, like I know, just like we we said before on the pod, you know, like whenever nigga calls, it's, it's usually some ideas we going over of certain things that we're trying to work on, or you know, feedback that we can give each other on stuff that we've already been doing. Yeah, but I mean. Uh, yeah, you. Can I give him flowers real quick? Right. I know he said he ain't find his purpose, but one purpose is it could be a blueprint. Because from us graduating high school, I saw him work at a job, stay there, become successful, marry the girl of his dreams, move to the suburbs, nice Facts. house, Facts. stay out of trouble, the nigga got handle the, his business. I I'm saying, like, the I nigga got, it ain't no white picket fence. It's a brown picket fence with the dog and the baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm saying, saying, like, like, I mean, that's... When you think about it, the nigga kind of living the American dream. Yeah, and the way I'm saying, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to give him his flowers because I know he said he ain't found his purpose, but he provides inspiration for me because I think, no, I tell thanks. people about y'all all the time and, and like I said, my proud boys, but yeah, my homies, they do... This, that, and the third. I'm like, they setting a good example for me. Even though we all the same age, it's something to follow, something to aspire to be. That's you know, right. even if I can have a portion of that. That's right. As you yeah. definitely inspiration for me as far as this house tip, because you know, the, you know, the house is my motivation. So, yeah. especially with seeing how you are able to manage, you know, dealing with a house and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, that house is next up, baby. <laughs> I guess that makes the. I mean, I appreciate that, bro. And both of y'all, man. It, I don't know. That kind of makes me feel. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to react to it. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Just off the fact that I didn't really know. It's tissues in the back. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna let that roll out right now. Not in front of y'all. But no, I. I mean, I appreciate it, bro. Like, I just. I guess I said in the, the other part, but I just want to look out and I just want to make sure that, you know. Nah, that's fair. Doing what you can. It's a brotherhood, though, man. Yeah, We're supposed all. to look out. We're supposed to provide inspiration. You already know. <laughs> You one of my inspirations, you Marcus one of my inspirations, you know, just because of like your level headedness whenever we you know, we both kinda weird in a way. Like we we, we uh we overthink well not overthinkers, but we, we more free will thinkers, like you're a little bit more like grounded, you know what I'm saying? You provide that little bit of 
foundations for us to come back to. And I'm going to keep it. I don't even know where, like, I'm telling you, bro, like, I know I was raised a certain type of way, but. Country. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Say, bro. Look, bro, we built the fence once, bro. Okay? We so built what? the fence once, my nigga. And we played basketball the next day. Get your ass back here and fix that tractor, bro. <laughs> 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 that really happened? I know we joke about it. Did it really happen? What? The tractor? Yeah. No. Uh, it wasn't no tractor. It was, it that, a, it was that We definitely, uh, we definitely it was that built GMC the fence Sierra, in the back. But, we yeah, that's true. We did we build the fence. We definitely built the fence. Out of, out of what? I don't know. It was a bunch of shit. It was, it was some metal <laughs> It was some nigga rigged fence that yeah, we, we made. We built it, bro. We, we were supposed it. to be hooping. That's all I know. That's all I know. The basketball got deflated, bro. But that shit was dead. Hey, but, nah, as far as purpose for me, bro, honestly, uh, I'm a lot like you a little bit, Eli, where I'm feeling like I'm not necessarily sure of the purpose outside of family, but I know as far as, like, my day-to-day purpose I found that because, like, with my family, bro, I'm like, I, you know, growing up, I never, my family was a little bit weird. Like, we were kind of contentious in a way. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't always love. It was kind of, you know, a little bit of factions. Like, you know, this part of the family fuck with each other. This part of the family don't necessarily fuck with each other. But you know, like dealing with my own problem, my own family. Now I'm like, bro. I, I just want to spread that love and, like, show them, you know, what actual unconditional love is like. You know what I mean? Like, seeing every day, like, somebody cares about your well-being and what you're doing with your life. Like, I feel like that's a big part of my purpose now is, like, my son and my daughter is making sure that they are raised in the right way. Not necessarily, like, the prototypical right way, like, because I'm going to cuss and I'm going <laughs> to do certain stuff that you might not, maybe you shouldn't do, but you should be better than me in a way, so, you know. But as far as, like, my Big purpose, facts. I just want to make sure they know that they got people that love them and that care about them that they that root for them every day, that want them to be the best versions of themselves. They don't really have an expectation of who they should be, but necessarily, like, as long as you're the best version of yourself. That's all I really care about. So are you breaking it down like your purpose as a father? Yeah, I mean, like, for I me, feel that's, like, that's kind of really my purpose right now is to be, like, the best version of a father that I can be. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, outwardly purposes uh, of away from family, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like I found that. Like, I feel like this pod is a great step in the right direction because, you know, I was going to school for counseling to, you know, help other people. And when I thought when I was in school, I felt like I was moving towards that. But at the same time, I noticed a lot that, you know, this was before the mental health wave, like before niggas started realizing, like, okay, it's important to deal with mental health. Mental health. So niggas weren't really trying to talk about their problems like that. Like the niggas would talk to their family. They'll talk to somebody that's close to them that they feel like this, you know, that they ain't going to judge them. But at the same time, I'm like, bro. I don't really have a problem with going to a therapist if I if I feel like I'm at that point in life, but maybe they could be back to my purpose. But now I feel like this podcast is kind of touching on a little bit of that, where I'm able to speak a little bit freely and you know try to drop some gems, bro. <laughs> you know, gems for the record, baby. I'm gonna keep it real. Sometimes, <clears throat> like when when I saw the when I saw it on the docket, I had to sit back and try to break it down, bro. I, it kind of made me. I don't know, see a part of emptiness in me, right? Because I feel like once you find that purpose, like, 
you a little bit more full. Not as fast. You know, so it's kind of like, all right. You put a little bit more effort into the things that you do. Yeah, but it's like this emptiness is like a part of a puzzle. So, like, I can't just fill it up with anything. So, I've been, you know, just trying to navigate and do this, that, and the third, right? Doing all kind of shenanigans, but when it's all said and done, it's only a certain shape that's going to go into that piece. You know what I'm saying? What? So I, that's the that's and, and, and that part is what you this know what I'm saying. Is dropping gems, pick them up, people, please. This, this is real you shit. know this is what it is. That's I, this kind of how I see it, bro. And you gotta, I don't know, is it part of just praying or meditating or having trust, having the right support system? You know, I think it takes more than just yourself. Like you're saying, like you know, you know, you shouldn't have a problem with going and reaching out for help and stuff like that. Because honestly, bro. Uh, just navigating, trying to be a father, trying to be a husband, you kind of, I don't want to say you feel like you boxed in, but you kind of feel like, yeah, yeah, sometimes you feel like you kind of boxed in with it, bro, and then you kind of like, is this, is this actually a box, or is this like the the environment that I've asked for? Well, is it the soil, you know what I'm saying, or you, you know, that, that, is that the soil that's helping you grow, you know what I'm saying, like, because at first, like, I, I I looked at it like a box. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, because I wasn't able to move the way I wanted to. Like, once I had kids, I'm like, it's kind of like you can't go spend, you can't go vacation, you know what I'm saying, well, without considering what your kids going to be doing. <laughs> you can't go just uh, move to Timbuktu for no. two, three months or some shit like that. Like, you no. got it, you know what I'm saying? Can't go travel, really. So they got friends. But at the same time, you like. You can't even order food at McDonald's without anything oh, about no, the niggas, facts. bro. That's facts, but at the same time, bro, it's like that's the soil. Like that's the you growing into yeah. caring about other people and to yeah. putting other people before yourself. So that's that's a big deal, bro. <laughs> it is. I just hate. I hate when it's hard to put others before when you when you put yourself before somebody else, yeah, right? Nice. And then you gotta like you you have to deal with it within yourself. You have to figure it out. You have to fight it out. And sometimes that that choice or decision is like torment, you know? No, nah, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to sit there and you got to just navigate through it. And you you don't want to be the person that uh, it feels like some, like, you know how people, when somebody does something for you and you, like, you hate when they put that shit back in front of you? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you want to make sure people appreciate the things that you do for them? Yeah. So it's like, it's tough to find that balance because it's... Bro, you doing, if you doing, like, if you, um, I don't know how to say it, like, you putting somebody before yourself, but they don't appreciate it, then you kind of feel like you just wasted parts of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then I feel like this when it started getting tricky. Because it's like, yo, you feeling like somebody should appreciate you in a certain way is... Only your kind of ego. <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, it's just like it's from you. Like yeah. you're not thinking of it from them. You're thinking of it like, okay, I should be treated, you know. Or but, you should see it like it should be visual instead of like because it could be a mental thing for them. It could be like, okay, well, I appreciate him. I'm not always vocalizing it, yeah, like letting them know. But at the same time, they're in their heart or whatever in their mind. They like, man, I appreciate them the way you did that. So it's not necessarily an act that they're doing, but if you're a person that 
Cause I mean, like it's it's you know, pause for a minute, but it's like love languages. You know what I mean? Like love people with love languages. Some people are gifts. Some people are verbal. Some people are like you know what I'm saying visual, whatever different love language that you is. But like if your love language is receiving gifts or something, and somebody don't give you a gift, then you are gonna feel some type of way. But yeah. that could be that their love language could be something different. You know what I mean? Like so, I don't know. Yeah, that's just a little bit on we purposes, got, we, man. We, yeah, if you just, if you find your purpose out there, bro, <clears throat> uh, try to grow within that. That's all I can say. Don't 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 overthink it. Yeah, definitely. You know, because it's you it's overthink it, you start getting it's stressed out, you're depressed in yourself. So you just gotta believe in it. Know that God's gonna give you the steps. Purpose: the reason for something is done or created, or for which something exists. So if you ever get the time and mm. the life. To really be able to like <clears throat> just live long enough, you know, try to find that and uh, try to be a blessing to somebody else. Um, what impact do you feel like you had on the next generation, Eli? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue. <laughs> I got one YouTube video. Of me doing some spectacular stuff on the court, and that's it. You know, I don't know. Oh. Just the way things are now, how like everything has to be like in front of them. They gotta see it. You know, I don't know if I could be like, yeah, son. You know, me and your grandpa put a fence up, nigga. That was some fire step. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, you can show him the fence. But at the same time, I feel like that patience that I learned from doing that because what he was really trying to get us to understand was that that basketball goal, that court going to be there, right? Thanks. But this is something that you need to learn or this is something that is necessary for you, right? Sometimes you got to sit down and get it done to protect and fortify the house because what am I doing going to play basketball but a part of the fence that keep people out is open, Right? So you don't really think about that while you're trying to go hoop. But then when you really sit down and think about it, it's like, oh, that's what he was trying to get me to understand. So Gosh. I guess it's just that, dropping that, that, that to my son. That's the only kind of him and my, my nephew, you know, teaching them the right way to live, demonstrating and showing it by example. You know, I, I, I honestly didn't know anything about houses or getting a house or none of that. I didn't know about no mortgage or none of that until my auntie, uh, Auntie Ann, she moved and got her house built, built up. So that's kind of, that put an impression on me because I was like, nigga, I want my first house to be built. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was set in as a goal, like imprinted in my life. Like, nigga, that's going to happen. I'm nah, going facts. to do it. I'm at all costs, you know. Ain't nothing like being the first one to take a shit in your toilet, to yeah, take a bath in your shower. I know, I know the house your, cooking your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, I know the house won't go be. It's not gonna be for me because it's gonna be on this earth longer than I am, right? That's I'm right. Probably gonna sell that Jones, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think just the knowledge, everything that I'm making mistakes on, keeping them from making those mistakes or allowing them to make the mistakes, but navigating them through it. So I just want to be a guide. I just want to be a navigator. I just want to be the light. So I guess that's what, I guess I just figured it out. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the imprint I want to leave. Marcus? If anything, I think if I had any impact, it would have to be how to show everybody love, how to stay out the way, stay very low key, 
uh, how to give, definitely give a lot. Um, being humble, first and foremost. You know, uh, not to be, like, cocky or nothing like that, but I feel like the young guys could learn a lot from me, you know, just as on the aspect of, you know, you cherish relationships, you treat everybody with love because you never know who you're going to need later on in life. You don't just go popping off crazy, you know, talking off crazy to everybody you meet, you know. Um, yeah. You know, saying yes, sir, no, ma'am, holding doors open uh, for people. Um, I say yes or no, I mean, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, <laughs> saying stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's rude, that's rude. No, ma'am. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I yes, help you. yes, sir, yes, ma'am, you know, <laughs> even a no, sir, or no, ma'am, just being, you know, uh, polite, um, being respectful to, you know, your, the elderly, like, you know, my older family members, you know, just showing everybody love, you know, just being respectful, you know, like I said, being humble, being able to give out that type of energy. That's what made people want to gravitate towards me because I know I get cool with people quick. Like, you know, it's nothing to me, for me to get cool with somebody. And I wonder why that was. And I guess it was just the energy that I give off, you know. So I think everybody should, uh, especially the younger generation because they are the future, I feel like they should walk around with some great energy, you know. It's your Thanks. cadence, bro. Yeah. It's your cadence, bro. It's how you Thanks. it's how you talk. It's how you carry yourself, mm-hmm. bro. It's like you a nigga that's like like anybody can fuck with him. Like, yeah, bro, I, I, I can sit down and talk with that nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not, play, not, play a game of chess with this nigga. Even though you say it's not like necessarily it ain't like you were saying it's not no ego necessarily. Like mm-hmm. some people you you talk to them and you can feel it. Feel like they got an ego, feel like they, you know, kinda real self. Not self-conscious, but, like, think super highly of themselves. You, mm-hmm. you can feel it. Like, it's kind of make you feel, like, belittled a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know what I'm saying? The first time I met this nigga, it was, like, it wasn't no ego. No sense. We, just, we were just sitting, talking about basketball, sitting, talking about different stuff. And it was like, okay. And they started knowing I'm over this nigga house literally every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every day after school, we pulling up and we going to hoop or we going to play live or we doing something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that just morphed into a 15-year friendship. So it's like, if I didn't feel the right vibe, it wouldn't probably wouldn't have been what it is now. But off top, the vibe was cool. So it's like, he was able to build years of friendship. So was that. Marcus like a, I don't want to say an escape, but like, I felt like he was kind of like a blanket for you. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's, that could be facts, though. That could be facts. Because like, like it, I mean, like, I don't know, that's weird, bro, because, like, off top, it was love, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when I yeah, came yeah. to your crib, nigga, your mama showed love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, open up policy, like, yeah, real for sure. Talk, it was no, like, it was weird, bro, like, and that's something that I wasn't necessarily used to. Like, I was, I mean, I, of course, I had friends and stuff before that that I was cool with, but it was, like, it kind of felt, like, predestined type shit. Like, yeah. okay, this is, this kind of feel like a home, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. feel like a place where I can be safe, you know what I mean? Like, so I shit, I pull up over his house every day, nigga. Like every day out of school, we had we. It wasn't even like a talk about it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't no talk to it. It was just okay. Shit, we walk to the bus, nigga. Where we going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hooping first. We playing live first. Which one yeah, is saying that? Like you know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it was a blessing for sure. I can say that much. But not for nothing. I think a lot of that comes from uh, me being well versed in everything in life because really. I feel like I could kind of mingle and blend in with everybody because of the simple fact that I'm into so many things like gaming, shoes, sports, music, anime, you know, so many things that I'm into. I feel like I could blend in. I, I could find myself talking to people about, 
you know, anime or me and one of my, my bros, we could talk about jewelry or battle rap or shoes, sports. I come to y'all, I could talk about life, you know, what, what's the plan five years? I could have so many conversations with so many people from different walks of life. I guess that what makes it much more easier. I feel like it's a conversation. It's not a conversation that I can't have, honestly. Respect. Yeah, yeah, so. And that's important too, bro. Like you have to be able to move in different circles. You yeah, can't limit sure. yourself to one type particular person or group. You know what I'm saying? You can't just identify yourself as one thing, bro. It's important to be well-versed in yeah, for sure. all aspects of life. Yeah. Did you try? What? You try to do that? Like, okay, so you the only nigga I know that got, like, true homies built off of, like, 2K and, like, other states and shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's You know facts. what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> that's facts. And I, I know B-Mills. you don't. I, Shout out to Yeah, the only reason why I say you try, I know you not. Cause it's like, like Mark Jordan said, like it's just in you, bro. It's weird. It's weird, bro. I'm telling you, it's not in a bad way. It's just like, like just who you are. And motherfuckers mm-hmm. are just like, bro, that's my nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember meeting my people off 2K. Um, one night, I got a homie, and um, he had some friends that wanted to run. They beat us in 2K, but we ended up staying in a party with them, and we ended up going to uh, this is 2K15. Y'all remember my part. It was a Sunset, River City, Old Town. We was from Sunset. We ended up going to um, Old Town and River, just playing maybe five, six hours later. But we talking about shoes. We talking about music. And, th- and this was like 2015. And now it's 2021. Same dudes, you know what I'm saying? It's like my bros, you know, like same thing with y'all. I remember my first met Eli, you know, he let me listen to his music. I think it was the Carter Three. Ever since then, you know. It's my bro, Javon, basketball, ever since then, it's been my bro. Like, you know, so I feel like me being into everything, I could form a relationship with somebody off just, it could be anything, you know, like I could meet somebody and we might be talking jury one day, you know, and that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a friendship. Yeah, y'all gonna be talking about potato chips and Lay's, nigga, and y'all gonna be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's not, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it's not easy to be cool with me, but I do. I am a good person to decipher who I want to hang with and who mm-hmm. I don't want to hang with. Facts. That's one of my things. I can yeah. kind of read a person very, very early, you know, so. And that's why all my my bros, it's like 10 years in the game, 15 years in the game. There's not too many people that I know that I haven't been kicking it with for 10 years. Not, I'm not saying, I'm not exaggerating. Literally 10 years or better, that's pretty much most of my bros, so. Hey, but Javon, what, what impact you think you had on the next generation? I know you got nieces and nephews and exactly. cousins, you know, so exactly. you like one of the older yeah. ones, so. And it's sad because, bro, like my nieces and nephews now, they are 12 going on 13. So, yeah. So, I mean, so they, they 12 going on 13, so it's like, bro, I feel like I've had a, a solid impact on them because, like, with my nephews, bro, <laughs> like, with them, they always call me no matter what. They call me on the most random stuff, bro. And I'm, I'm blessed to to know that they look to me for different like infants advice or, you know, stuff like that. Or they call me up and they need shoes. Or they need different stuff. They know they can hit me uh, up for that. Oh yeah. I, I mean, don't get some kind of calls, bro. Man, same. Call, <laughs> they don't call me for nothing. I mean, it's a tradition he, now. Unless he wants shoes. And this is the thing, like it's a tradition now. Like I've I've gotten them shoes pretty much every year since they've mm-hmm. been to school. Like that's I just make sure I do little stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like now I think I'm uh I'm gonna do the same thing my auntie did for me where I'm gonna like, you know, pay their phone bill and now I do them like little uh 
Like if they get A's or whatever for the semester, I'm gonna try to break them up some bread for the A's and stuff like that. Just little incentives to you know, mm-hmm. you know, keep like keep learning and stay focused in school and stuff like that. Not yeah. saying this is what's supposed to happen, but you know, just a little something to show you my appreciation of you doing good in uh, life. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? So real yeah, that's just how I mean, it goes. Like, that's, what, that's what my auntie did for me. Like my when I was doing in school, like doing good in school, doing good, getting good grades, stuff like that. She had paid my phone bill, so. Mm-hmm. That's just a little less burden for the mama. Mama, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, cause I know, like, with my sister, she's a single mother, so it's like she gotta kind of do all these things on her own. So that's just something I could try to do to lessen her burden. But like, you know, and they done, they they've done so much for me, bro. Cause like, you know, my nephew, my, my sister had my nephew, and I was like coming out of high school. Like, that's my last yeah, year, facts, facts. last year in high school or whatever. So it's like seeing him, I kind of saw like, okay, this. This might I might need to do more with my life to be more of an inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause my, I had to talk with my uncle like right the like a month after I graduated, bro. And he was like, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm think I'm gonna just go to community college and you know maybe go to school in a year or something like that. And he was like, if you go to community college, you'll never lead this. You'll never lead a Dallas. Hmm. And I was like, damn, dog, you might be right. Like, damn you might point. be right. Like. Yeah. Cause I'll see how cheap it is, and I start getting caught up in different things and stuff like that. So I just took that chance and like took that leap to go to, to commerce, bro. And it, it honestly was one of the best things for me because I learned so much about life and about myself. You know what I mean? So I feel like that will that's kind of what I want to do for my nephews and my nieces. Like give them the opportunity to take chances that they never thought they could. You know what I mean? Like especially with my own kids, bro. Like I feel like. I'm already breaking a cycle, you know what I'm saying? Like of not having a father figure around. Like I'm trying to make sure that cycle never comes. Like regardless of anything that happens with me and my wife, like them kids gonna know, like they got a father that's gonna be there mm-hmm. regardless. I'm gonna love you, but I'm also gonna be on your ass. Like <laughs> if you fall, I'm gonna help you pick. I'm gonna pick you back up, but I'm also gonna let you fall just in case. You know what I mean? Like you gotta learn. What it feels like to fall and what it feels like to get back up, you know what I mean? Like, so that's my motivation and that's my impact on the youth of just, you know, what I'm saying just like you saying, like spreading love, like knowing that it's it's a person out there that got unconditional love for you, regardless. Can I give you flowers? Oh shit, I appreciate. It. I, I want to do something <laughs> like what I did with you, like what I did with him with the uh, purpose with you. Are they green flowers? They could be. I got you. I got you. I got you. So they could be. Is it uh, sativa based? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it ain't it ain't sativa based. Look, my guy been out of the game for a minute. So Man, a long time, long time. But um, allegedly, I'm playing. <laughs> I feel like your impact on the next generation, especially like the youngest in your family, from what I see, what they should see. Is how to get it. That's what I get from you. Going to commerce, turn you into a hustler the right way. I watch you turn something, nothing into something numerous amounts of times. We have conversations about you saying, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get this done or that done, and you got it done like that, you know. I'm like, it might be like the Oak Cliff version of like Houdini or something, you know what I mean? Like, like for real, like he turned, he turned nothing into something always. I'm saying like, it's a lot of I ain't gonna give examples like that, but come if if you know you know, and I feel like your nieces and nephews, they should see how to get it because I feel like you always just make a way <clears throat> somehow, somewhere you always make a way, and that's the hustling you. 
And I feel like being out there in commerce on your own, really on your own for a large amount of time, which was a couple of years, you know, it, it brought you um, certain, like, attributes in your uh, personality on how to say, okay, if I don't have this, I got to get it somehow. So I'm going to make it happen. If I got to sell some shoes, if I got to pick up extra shit, yeah. if I got to get another job, if I got to do this, that, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's going it's gonna to happen. And I watched you grow into the man that you are because of that. So I feel like your wife and your children, they shouldn't have a worry nowhere because you're going to make it happen. So that's what I see in you, Young King. So, yeah. Bro, like, on the, bro, for real? No, nah, like, for real, bro, he he can't, he hit that Jones, bro. Like, that's spot on, bro. That's, I take that for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what situation, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't really, you don't let it, you, you, you know it's there, but you use it as fuel to make you better and make you stand up to that, to the time. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it's that moment where you got to make it happen, bro. You cry? You know, you know, <laughs> like for real, bro. Cause I be like, damn, bro. Sometimes, nigga, I be, I be like at the job, and like niggas be on some stupid ass shit, mm-hmm. and I just be like, yo, fuck this shit, I'm <laughs> fuck right. this shit, bro. But then, and the nigga call me. Yeah, but then you see your boy grinding, bro. You see your boy making that it happen, and you like, you like, bro, no man, excuse. They on that drive. Yeah, that's some, that. That's no excuse, bro. Like, ain't no excuse. I still got to drive. I still got to keep pushing. That's facts, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all you do, bro. No matter the situation, bro, you keep pushing. I, I, facts, I respect bro. that, bro. I and want that. That's it, what I want for myself. Trust me, it wasn't. It, it ain't easy, bro. Nah, it's man. never easy. It will be. To 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 feel like okay, damn, this could be this could break a nigga, but at the same time, what the nigga say? Don't though. don't break a nigga, make a nigga. <laughs> like real talk, like you gotta you gotta take the good. I mean, you gotta take the bad and try to. Make something good out of it, bro. And it's and it's tough because, you know, coming from where we come from, bro, like it's so much bad, it's so much negative, bro. Like you can get lost in it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, I don't know why, bro. Like I really don't know why. I always saw stuff that was going on in my family, and I never felt like I wanted to be that one that was falling into it. You know what I mean? Like even people dealing with drugs, dealing with drinking, dealing with gambling, dealing with drugs, I mean, like, uh, prison or whatever, it was like, bro, I just took what I saw and learned from it instead of having to go through it and learn from it, you know what I mean? So, I mean, like, I, don't get me wrong, I've been through, I've, I've been knocked down a million times, man, but it's like, nah, I gotta keep getting back up, and these kids are, are my main motivation now, it's like, bro, I can't fall down and just stay there, I gotta get back up, I ain't got no choice, like, you know what I mean, like, so yeah, bro. That's that's I feel like that's the impact that we're trying to have on the generation, bro. Like just change it as much as we can. Bro. <coughs> show them show them different ways to be themselves. Uh, up next is why actually like um, if you could change anything about the world, what would it be and why? For me personally, and this is something we're gonna expound on when uh, we have the episode. Uh, it'll be called the Black Hole, featuring my little sister. Uh, the thing I would change <coughs> is the greed aspect of this world. Um, like the haves and the have-nots, you know, keep the rich rich, keep the poor poor. I feel like greed is the reason for everything. Why there's um, a significant amount of taxes that we pay. Um, why there's reason to keep us where we are as far as like from a um, systematic point of view. You know, I just it's, it's a lot that I don't understand about about the greed. Why it's always about 
you know, the almighty dollar, which it, it really is, uh, it rules. It, it rules everything it, around me. It reigns supreme. It's not going to change. It's always going to uh, reign supreme. But I just feel like greed is a reason why a lot of things happen, why a lot of business goes away. A lot of relationships, when they turn sour, it's because of greed. You know, it's always it's always a crab in a bucket mentality that we just we can't escape it. It's just steady pulling us down from the beginning of time until now. It's like just greed, greed, greed. Nobody wants to give. Nobody talks about love. How you know, be kind to your neighbor. You know how to you know just it's it's all about greed. What can I do for myself to get ahead of the next person, rather than what can I do for me and the next person to pull us ahead? You know, it's always Facts. I want to hop this hop the hop, skip this person in line. How can I finesse yeah, this, can I finesse, this person's yeah. abilities? It's, it's like, always, it's always it's like with music. Yeah. It's like with music, bro. Like where they, I mean, like the music business, the the owners, they use somebody's talent to get ahead, to get millions up, and they give them the scraps. Because like, we don't have sense. the financial literacy to know when we're being finessed financially. You know, it's Facts. it's not our fault, but um, it's just the not that's just the knowledge of resources that we didn't have growing up. But, but I ain't even gonna lie though, like that. And maybe we we'll, we can expound on this a little bit more in the in the episode where we, we invite Quinn in. But at the same time, I feel like it is a little bit of our fault because even the ones that have come from our circumstances that aren't always the ones that bring it back that knowledge. You know what I mean? Like people who get on, who get money, who, who you know are able to grow financially, even spiritually, or whatever. In every, in any aspect that they are able to grow in. They aren't always coming back and teaching the ones that are behind them. You know what I mean? Which kind of ties back into the the next generation aspect of what we was talking about. But if you if you are able to grow, if you are able to become successful in whatever field it is, like you should be teaching the next person behind you, bro. Like even if maybe you might not fuck with that person, so maybe you don't need. <laughs> maybe you're not gonna able to necessarily have like a general conversation, but whatever game that you've learned you should kind of impart it on to other people because black people whenever we do get on we kind of just look out for our immediate friends our immediate family like it's not we're not really caring about what's going on in the community that where it came from because i mean at the same time the community didn't care about what we was on so like but that that's the way we need to change it though like to be able to grow our communities to a, a different point so it's not just Oh well, they they the man is keeping us in certain situations. Like nah, bro. Like Jewish people look out for their, their people. Chinese people look out for their people. Like white people didn't just come here and just become the you know what I'm saying the majority just because they was more people. Like nah, they was looking out for each other. It's nepotism. Like motherfuckers is getting jobs and passing that on to their children and stuff like that. So we should be doing the same. Like yeah, this is my own little two cent. What you got, Eli? Brown. It's a good take, by the way, though. That was an excellent take. I think... I don't think you can change... I don't know. It's I tough. don't know, bro. <laughs> it's tough. For me, like, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. One thing I can say, like, I, I want to find a way to where money isn't the, you know what I'm saying, the root of everything. Like if we if we were to find a way to like make this world a barter system or some type of way, but I I you know through you know process of like a logical process, I know it's not really a way to eliminate money because I think the barter system is really the original intent on like uh, the way we were supposed to live. That's just my deep 
theory. That's like, facts. you know, the barter system is a beautiful thing. But at the same time, it's certain it's certain jobs where it's not a way where you could do that. You know what no, I mean? Like, it, it is certain jobs where it's not a way to use the barter system. But <clears throat> I wish there was a way where money, like the significance of money, wasn't what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I wish there was a way where we could all live in fucking islands and tree houses or some shit like that. It's, where it's, it was it's, like, you know what I mean? It's held in too high of a regard. Facts, because that's what everything everybody moves based off of. Yeah, everything about, about your the, life is moved based off of money. Like that's a, that's a, and it's sad because it's like it can it could just like you saying it can make you a greedy person or it can make you a fucking hermit like where you don't care about nothing. You just go to work, go get your money, and then dip the hell off and nobody see you or hear from you. Hell yeah, and that's what it's turning me into. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Where it's like I I work. And I go home, I go to sleep, and I wake up, and I take my kids to school, take them to do whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I, I'm moving based off of money, which I try not to, but at the same time, money is significant in life. Like, in order to be the, have the freedom that you want to have, you have to have money. Yeah, to a certain extent, you you really do. You got to have money. Like, seriously, everything you do is based around money. Well, I think. You got to give me some, Eli. <laughs> I know, bro. He's he's he, 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 he smoking. Yeah, he's smoking, bro. I gotta get that. Let that man cook, yeah. bro. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. I was just letting you know, like, I'm gonna need something from you, though. I'm gonna keep being with you, bro. If I could change one thing, bro. Can we get rid of mosquitoes? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna be something, bro. <laughs> Can That's we get, that country shit. Say, nah, bro. Just don't. <laughs> That was That's a hard level. Hard level. I don't That's understand. That I thought he was understand. finna go like into like. Oh, no. The it's real shit. I'm gonna keep like, it real though. The nigga got a point. Bro, they. they the they, nigga got a point, bro. Like, I go into my. They be fucking patio. me up. I can't eat nothing. They come up on me. Like. They be fucking me up, bro. I'm gonna keep it real with you. You, you own to something. Just being but. real, bro. <laughs> I'm being real, bro. But. The purpose of a mosquito. What is it? It's to feed birds. It's the feed birds, bro, bro. Birds eat mosquitoes. What else eating uh, frogs? Is is just it's to support the ecosystem, right? And then they what? what the they, birds got hella options. We don't. I don't know. I don't know what the purpose of mosquitoes are for, bro. I don't, I don't understand. Honestly, it. if I, don't. I could change, that would it be a major impact on the world? I'm keep it real with you. I support that change. I'm just being. I'm keeping it honey, bro. This right? nigga Marcus is pissed. <laughs> I, know, I, I know. Since we're gonna take a hard look, I know. Like, I know exactly what I would change. No, I'm not gonna say nothing. Wait, I'm not gonna say nothing. Do you think? Do you think? No, I'm not finna interrupt. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say mine for after we after we done. I got some. I got some more to say to you. But on a serious note, right? I think even if you take just that one thing out, you take a mosquito out, right? That could have like still a, on the mosquito. Hold on, but that could have like a, 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 a huge impact on something else. Something that we don't see or perceive as important. That we may or may oh, not no, need. That it's we like bees. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Like but you kill bees, you kill the plants. So yeah. Kill the plants, kill the animals. They help populate. Like yeah, yeah. They help pop the. I dig uh, it. Pollu- what is it? I can't pollen to other than get them all pregnant. But I'm going to keep it real with stuff, you. So. Whatever that part is, I think <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice that shit. Because <laughs> I don't understand why that nigga got to bite me and I itch for it might hours. Be, it might be a necessary evil. You just never know. You never know. But at the same time, bro. I wish it's a. I think you can't do anything about greed because that's a part of your nature that we have to be able to control. And then it's like you got to have different chains on top of that. I feel like I wish we 
I wish I could change the understanding that people have with each other in the world. But mm-hmm. and I feel That's like facts. I feel like if we could have a better understanding of each other, then a lot of the things that are going on won't happen. Like think about this, bro. All these all these different nations and stuff is like beefing. Everybody is like at odds, like you said, because the Asians take care of the Asians, the white people take care of the white, black people take, take care, care of each other. Each other. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Significant like, others. And significant others. Well, Mexicans take care. Everybody take care of each other, bro. But like, what if it was like a Dante that was like behind the scenes, really doing some whole ass shit? Dante. From Naruto, nigga. You know how he was being... Oh, Donzo. Don, my bad. Donzo. <laughs> my bad. My bad, bro. I'll be tri- Don't do that, Marcus. Don't do that, bro. You know I'll be missing... Donzo. Don't do that, bro. He bro, bad with names. I, I, no, bad no, with no, names. no. Real shit. He bad with names. Bro. <laughs> the nigga from up the street? <laughs> Dante? <laughs> nigga up the street? I'm nigga. Dun, dun. I was really like, dun, bro, dun. I, I was waiting for him. Like, my bad, bro. Oh, but, since, but since you, I want to do like a little plug. Um, I don't know if y'all know yet, but we will be having a special episode dedicated to Naruto. Uh, Chris want to come on. Okay. No, gonna, okay. I feel like we, we can make it like a little docket. The episode will be called Rising Gun. Uh, just, so like, <laughs> like I, I, but uh, that's something that, that we be rising uh, Yeah, rising shooting. Yeah, that's something that we definitely gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna wait till you get done. Yeah, when I'm done shipping, it, we're gonna make it happen. Over there. My bad. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. Hey, but bro. I think, but I, but that season, but you got a nigga that had to, that was behind, behind the scenes, scenes yeah. doing all kinds of stuff, right? So now you got this whole big riff on everybody, and it's just been going down from generation to generation to generation, and then here we are now, right? And then it's really just come down to just having an understanding of another person, and not thinking that you are more or better than that person, right? Because greed comes from when somebody is trying to be above another, and they trying to be above more than one. They be trying to be above everybody, and they don't want nobody to be where they are. That's right? true. So that's a person that that's, that doesn't understand themselves and what their purpose really is. That's a, that's if you had a power to really be able to to accumulate that, right? Then just think if you had the mindset to spread that Man. and to be able to get that from one person Man. to another, where everybody is on the same page. Cause it's me, people, it's trillionaires out here, billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Niggas got money they wouldn't even know they got. They don't even know. They don't even right. think about when they get paid. They don't even care. They live their life. They wake up. They go. They do whatever. But it's like you said in their mind, they thought, okay, well I've done this work, so I deserve this. You didn't do the work, <laughs> and you don't deserve it. like. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you've accumulated billions of dollars, like. Bro, there are billions of people in here, and there are millions of people without. Even money to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, take care of themselves for the next week or some like, shit like that. Bro, uh-huh. It ain't never going to change, but that's the world we live in. $100 million to somebody ain't nothing. And Seriously. that can take care of, and that can literally take care of, like, cities. Seriously, That could bro. be putting people in houses. That could be creating jobs. That's that's people, scary. there's literally people. Right, but we don't, there's nobody, literally, nobody's there's literally, non-figures. Bro. Non-figures is regular. So that's crazy. There's literally people that's going to be in, like, under the bridge. During the wintertime, it's going to end up dying because they have nowhere to go. Because there are shelters that only accept a certain capacity. Mm-hmm. Or they only accept women or stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's going to be somebody in the wintertime that's going to end up dying. But at the same time, it's some dude They got like 17 houses for no reason. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier. 
my perception of a mosquito is that it's worth nothing yeah. and that it has a low impact. The trillionaires and the billionaires' perspective of us is that it's, we're worth we're nothing. mosquitoes. Because <laughs> we mosquitoes and we're trying to figure out what their purpose is and why they need to have our mo- their money. If this is what you was leading us to, you should have like started. like you should like. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. did good. I'm about to say, he, a better he, job, though. He, circled, <laughs> he came back yeah, full circle. Like, yeah, he came back full I circle. He started out. He, I ain't going to lie. He got us in the front. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. He got us at the beginning. If but, you feel that way, that means I did it. Yeah, so yeah, basically, you really thought that yeah. I was going left with it all the way. Nah, I just got to be goofy, bro. All in all. Uh, uh, listeners, know. if you know a nigga named Dante, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Dante is your father. Yeah. He fucked up. <laughs> Dante is your father. Uh, what we got next, though? What we got? Let's see uh, here. Let's see. If you had the global spotlight for even a brief moment, what would your message be and why? Eli? What you thinking? Global spotlight is all on you. Bro, I'm gonna go now and be like fat bitches and cheeseburgers. I I'm knew it, bro. Shit, bro. I knew it. <laughs> I'm gonna say some stupid shit, bro. <laughs> it always circles back. <laughs> I'm gonna say something two stupid, things. bro. I'm gonna say something stupid. Seriously, nah, though, you had a real have, legit message you want to impart on people. A, a serious impact. I think it's everything we've been saying, bro. That's facts. It's but I mean, like you. It's it's a it's a, I don't know we didn't put a specific time frame on it but if you could boil it down into maybe like a brief five to ten minute speech like let's say you Captain America <laughs> I mean uh, I'm gonna keep it uh, black I'm what's the nigga name Falcon at the end of Captain America in the Winter Soldier Are you just giving everybody the speech if I had the if I had the global the the whole world was looking at me I think I would. And this is with braids, not with the fro. This is, bro, you know. <laughs> Marcus, what you got, bro? I don't even want to answer, bro. Oh, go, bro. Go. Nah, nigga. nah bro. You can go, Marcus. We got to make sure back. you look presentable. Like, I'll niggas going to believe it. You can come back to me, bro. Niggas got to believe it. Honestly, my answer is kind of it's kind of like sad to say this, it's but cool, honestly, bro. I don't know. But hold on, hold on, bro. Uh, so, I apologize. I'm just feeling some, you know, the scene when Cat Williams was in the bathroom, he had homie by the nuts. Yeah. You know how his hair was? <laughs> it was curled at the bottom. It was curled at the bottom. <laughs> now, Mark, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. That's I'm right. just saying, I'm not, I'm not necessarily well, insulted. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, my answer <laughs> It's sad to say this, but I don't know if I would say anything because this is a very insensitive era that we live in. It's like you could literally be on social media. You could literally see, like, refugees or, you know, children starving, you know, hunger, you know, poverty, and scroll down and be laughing at a post in, like, the next five seconds. Because I feel like it's everything is so rapid and so fast-paced. I don't know if they would really take the time to soak up any type of knowledge. I'm not saying that to say everybody's like this, but for the most, the vast majority of the population is like that. You know, very insensitive, unwilling to help, and a lot of people was like, you know, well, I live by this quote, and it's sad to say this, but I believe a lot of people had a mentality of if it's not my problem, I'm not worried about it. And so, unfortunately, that's the area that we live in. So, honestly, I don't know. Maybe I can't think of nothing, but I don't know what I would say. Honestly, like, I mean, it's tough to think about it, bro. Like, you literally on a national spotlight trying to 
bring an issue or a topic to all classifications of people to where they will well, listen to it. Like, if I can say anything, I'll just try to build a relationship with God and just put these phones down, man, and get back to, you yeah, know, loving. Like, just put the phones down for, like, a, maybe, you know, Hour to a day or two. Let's just get back. You know, we need a national no phone day. National no social media day, bro. That's what we really need. It's one day where don't nobody get on nothing and just go outside. But think about it. Everywhere you go, you go into like I could go like Taco Bell. Everybody's looking down at the screen. I go to the mall. I could go just out to eat. I could go like you know. It's very rare that you go to places and see people not being on their phone. You know. That's facts. That's why I feel like, you know, going going to see, like, art um, is, you know, it's a good thing because you're not looking at You maybe take a picture of the art, but you, uh, you're looking at something, exactly. talking about it, giving your opinion on it. Uh, like, social gatherings, take the phone away. Like, anything that we could do to take the phones away, you know, let's get back to how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Let's get back to how it was back, you know, like in the 90s. We had to be social. Where you literally had no choice. Was no phone. You were, like, even... Even going to niggas' house, you had to call them beforehand. But like, nigga, once you <laughs> once you on the way, like it ain't no okay. Let me text and talk and do blase blase. Like, let me page this nigga. Like, bro, nah, it wasn't none of that. It was like, bro, we just kicking it. Yeah, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I think about it, like my childhood growing up around like the Skylar Park area where I'm from. Every day when we was there, like it was conver- we was hooping and having conversations. conversations. Like technology, like the enhancement of it wasn't even a thought yet. You know. What it what it is today? We weren't thinking about that back then. We was talking, laughing, enjoying each other's company like it was a brotherhood. Nowadays, I feel like when you go places, everybody just on the on phone, phone, and it's it's, oh, it's sad. Cause it's we, used, we used to kick it on the bleachers. I promise you. One nigga got the ball. One nigga always still be dribbling. Two niggas be trying to exactly. learn how to dump. Everybody else on the on the bleachers exactly, chopping it up, bro. bro. But not to say we still didn't like. It was like some people still had phones, but they didn't do what they did nah, now. They didn't do nah, it. They didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So, but it was more so. It okay, wasn't text no and call. apps or none yeah, of that like, shit. Like it wasn't no apps, nigga. Like it's crazy. Just tracking the evolution of technology, bro. Like you come from the Nokia with this. The snake app. I mean, like, where you play the snake game. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was, you know, yeah. like, emulate. I mean, like, obsessed with that type of shit. But then you got the razor. You got the razor flip joint. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and then the it goes to the, black, the, the, blackberry. the blackberry. Then it I goes to blueberry. the sidekick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then eventually you get to the touchscreen. The touchscreen, the original touchscreen didn't even do half the shit that it does. Now. I ain't gonna hold that first touchscreen. Now, hindsight being 2020, it was trash. I, I promise you, that motherfucker was garbage. But it was, that's what I'm saying. But when it, Nigga, that was when it first dropped. snake was fire. It was fire. When it first dropped, bro, that shit was, uh, you was amazed by that, that particular that thing. Like, you had no buttons, everything was touchscreen. I was like, nigga. And I had the little, uh, I had the little pin to come along with the joint. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I was, I thought I was really on some shit. Yeah, <laughs> get out of I thought I was really yeah, on some shit. Know. But now I'm at this point where I'm like, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm one of them people where I'm kind of like obsessed with technology, not necessarily because of like avoiding relationships, but just because of being able to connect with so many different. People, you that's know what I mean? That's the beauty like, of it. At the same time, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, like, that's a dope part, bro. Double edged sword. You know what I'm saying? Talk to my anime community online, or I'm able to watch Skip and Shannon or different stuff undisputed. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, well, shit, go down the rabbit hole on YouTube. You mm. know what I'm saying? 
So it's like it's, it is pros with the, the phones, but at the same time, the con is that we've lost that connection of like real life. You know what I mean? So I, I ain't gonna lie, I, I would support that message if you was to put that on a national, like I mean, a global scale. You know what I mean? Like the global spotlight. For me, I don't. <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie, I struggle with this a little bit, but it kind of goes back to what you were saying with the greed aspect. My message would be. It's enough for everybody. Facts. Like, it's enough for everybody. When you think about where we at in this world, bro, they say we will run out of stuff. And don't get me wrong, maybe we will. But at the same time, I feel like it has to be enough for everybody. If everybody is looking out for everybody, then there will be enough for everybody. Like, Mm -hmm. like, if... I know certain I know certain people jobs to farm or certain people jobs to run the country and stuff like that. But at the same time, but if you looking out for everybody, like you're not just looking out for yourself or your immediate family, your immediate friends, it's enough, bro. It's got to be enough. We've made it millions of years on this planet, like or thousands of years. Have you on historically dated? If you're a Christian or if you whatever, like I feel like there is at least. Thousands of years of evidence to build on that says, yeah. like, we've made it this far. That's the bottom line of the years. <laughs> it's at least been, like, thousands. thousands at least the bottom years, line, for sure. Don't get me wrong. Of course, global warming is real. Uh, I don't want people to believe that that shit is fake. It's definitely real. And the ice caps are melting. Shit is real. <laughs> so I feel like if we are able to look out for everybody, there will be enough for everybody. Did you answer this or not yet? I don't think he, so. He, he. Oh, you don't. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> my feelings, bro. You got something? You got something? I'm sorry, bro. I apologize. The fro <clears throat> is immaculate. When, when I pick it out, bro. Pick it. All right. All right. All right. Appreciate it. All right. My message would be give me a dollar. This motherfucker. Everybody give me a dollar. I'm starting to lose hope in you. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to try to net. If I can at least get. If I can get $5 million out of the whole world. Oh, he's serious. He's still going. Right? You don't went from Dante to mosquitoes <laughs> to enlarged I'm women a, and cheese. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going I'm to let you finish because I feel like it's going to circle back to something Man. immaculate. It's always got to start somewhere. You like, where the fuck is he Man, going you put too much pressure on but, me, bro. <laughs> what if I wasn't trying to go full circle? <laughs> what if I was just trying to hit some? You just trying to solicit a dollar? <laughs> I'm trying to get $5 million, nigga. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> No message. Just give this nigga a dollar immediately. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hey, man. Hey. My bad, bro. It's good. It's good, bro. But nah, bro. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that money, though. And I'm going to try to be good with it. You know what I'm saying? To get back. If the powers that be let you, Lord Jesus. Because they're going to tax that shit. They can't tax the gift. That, that mean they'll be taxing Trump for them donating to his thing and all that shit free. I mean, all that's his. They can't tax you if you give you a dollar. Hi, nigga. So, like it's hold up. Way they gonna tax hold that up. Shit. Hold up. So that mean all these niggas on the corner asking me for a dollar need the government need to be robbing these niggas for two cents? I feel like if you hit a certain amount, your ass gonna get taxed. How you gonna know? How they gonna know? They can't. What they gonna do? 
Know. It's a dollar transaction. That's a good question. They'll figure it out. If like anybody knows the answer to how that works, please I'm pretty sure just hit up gems for the record I'm, page yeah. and let us know, bro. I'm pretty sure Because I don't know how, if that's there's some type of tax law sure. as far as like a certain well, amount of gifts. I don't think it is, bro. I, I wouldn't think so, but I mean, them niggas going to get their cut. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> Even with the lottery. Money. What is the lottery? Motherfuckers tax that shit. Yeah. Oh, who knows, bro? Yeah, bro. I feel like that we 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 hit a lot of good points as far as this real life shit, man. I feel like we was in the bag today, bro. But at the same time, we are we are a sports podcast, man. We got a lot of sports to cover, lots going on in the NBA and NFL, bro. Well, let's get it. NBA update. Mm. Um. Actually, I want to. I want oh, to. I, I do want to start a certain place. Do you can? Because this has been going on, and we haven't been able to give our own personal takes on it. Because I'm like, you know, dealing with COVID and everything, the quarantine, uh, stay safe and whatnot. But this man, Scottie Pippen, has been on one. <laughs> I don't know if it's because future. I feel like it's all future fault because you know he's been piping down his wife, and his her won't. Go exactly how I wanted to go. I don't know what he's doing, but um, apparently he feels that Michael Jordan in the Last Dance doc should have been more about the Bulls in their Last Dance, even though it is a Michael Jordan documentary, which is weird. Uh, but uh, I thought it was a Bulls documentary. It's literally a Jordan. It was like it was, it was, it was like more it, one of those they, they, seven. It was like seventy thirty. I feel. I mean, of course, but it's because they the are the saying, go oh, hand yeah, in hand. The Jordan Doc would come. The Jordan Doc coming, but it's, it, it didn't. It's not Jordan Doc. It, it's, it's very, very it's, true. It's, by the way, it's the, sure. it's the because they go run. hand in hand. It's the last hand. dance. But it, it's, the last it's, dance. it's episodes that ain't even about the actual last season. When I mean, you think That's about it, that's what Pippen is talking about. That's why he like, bro. This is supposed to be about us. But it's y'all painting the picture with Jordan, him saying stuff personal. Because it's the like, Jordan bro, documentary. It's not the Jordan documentary. It is, it's bro. what niggas said it was. Niggas said, it's oh, the it's, the doc. it's the Jordan doc. It's Even the Jordan we was like, nigga, it's the Jordan doc. But it's, it's the Jordan doc. It's the last dance. It's called the last dance. Okay. Yes. It's called the last dance. Yeah, but that's not all it is. Let's see what it is when we look it up. A Michael Jordan documentary. <laughs> no, it's going to say, it's going to be, it's, it's going to say a documentary, documentary. about the Bulls. About the Bulls. J- Jordan made the Bulls what they are. What? Before before, before Jordan, what was the Bulls? The Bulls. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. I don't see why. We cannot see. have a podcast if we're going to be saying shit like that. Yeah, that part. We need that drop ASAP. <laughs> like, seriously. But I don't I don't know what he was so bitter about. Um, okay. Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls Allowed a exactly. film crew to follow them as they went to their sixth Notice. NBA title Notice. in the eighth season. Hold up. What do he say? Hold up. David Ruffin in The Temptation. <laughs> Michael Ruffin Jordan. In the Bulls. It says that resulted in a stunning portrayal of one of the sport's most iconic athletes mm-hmm. and celebrated team. It's the athletes with the peer, I mean, with the comma. It says it follows the, the, comma, the Bulls the of the 1997-98 season from start to finish. But it started, the Bulls. What year did it start? It follows the Bulls. What year did it cover? I'm just saying, bro. 1984, right? I'm just saying, bro. What year did he get drafted? 
1984, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why he's so bitter. I was talking to him, uh, I was texting my big bro uh, a few days ago about that. I'm just, Scottie Pippen is one of the greatest small forwards to ever play the game. One Seriously. of the greatest two-way players to ever play the game. And what I told him was a statement that was later echoed on a sports show. I think it was Get Up with uh, Mike Greenberg and those guys. Uh, I told my bro, I said, Scottie Pippen was the second option to the greatest player in NBA history. It don't get much better than, like, you the second option to the player that they say is the GOAT. Defensively, it wasn't nothing to talk about. Like, when you and Michael on the perimeter, everybody's getting locked up. You're a two-way player. You can steal the ball. You know how to keep your hand in the passing lane as well as Michael does. You can rebound. You can pass. You can shoot. You can dunk. You clutch. Michael Jordan know he can give you the ball and turn his back and say, Scott, you got me. You're going to finish the play on a fast break. You can make the correct pass. You can finish in the lane. You can shoot. You know, decent mid-range shooter. You will lead on the other team. It don't get much better than that. What is your gripe about? It's funny that all of this stuff is coming out years and years later after they Seriously, won. Seriously, bro. I don't understand what you're so bitter about. Like being a, At being this a, point. I mean, I feel like, don't get me wrong, he he did speak on to, on why it was. Mm-hmm. He did give his explanation. He was like, the the documentary portrayed him in a way that he didn't find flattering. It was like they spoke about him not going in the game and the uh, – in the last four seconds or whatever, when they when they caught the play for uh, Tony Kukoc, he felt like it was his shot to take instead of him being the one inbounding. So he felt like they shouldn't have highlighted that aspect because Jordan won on that team. And then they said uh, uh, he felt some type of way because Jordan. I mean, in the documentary, they part they they talked about him getting a surgery late. You know, that, that during the last season, he he waited until right, the end of his team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because of the the contract. But I mean, like my issue with some that of those is, are valid, though. some of those are valid, though. It, don't get me wrong; he has a valid, yeah. a valid explanation as far as that. But, but at the same time, it's, yes, it's like, bro, but this is part of the history. He, he did it. He did it. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> like you just gonna sweep that under the rug, mm-hmm. like nigga? No, uh, it happened, but don't talk about it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, nah, they didn't. He felt like it was like the Jordan. The, the documentary is more to build up Jordan, and it was. He said some shit about, oh well. He felt some type of way when LeBron uh, got his championship in 2016 after beating the Warriors 3-1. That's when he, that's when they would claim that he finally allowed the footage to be put together. But I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that don't really make too much sense because it, it was like three, four years after when it was dropped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but whatever. If that's what, if that's the way they want to take it. But at the same time, Jordan, his his legacy is already what it was anyway. Like, of course, the younger generation don't know as much about Jordan. So maybe that's just, you know what I'm saying, maybe the documentary was to let them know. But even then, even after the documentary was aired, like, niggas still feel like LeBron is who he is because they see him. But they that's a part of, like, uh, that's a part of, like, preservation of the game. Because my honest opinion is uh, when you when we saw the 75 uh, players list, a lot of those players that they don't know, that we don't know, I, I started looking up some of those stats. Some of them was, was impressive. Ball. Others were <laughs> not as impressive. But they trying to preserve the game of basketball, keep the integrity of it alive. So bringing these players from the 60s and uh, like the 70s that we really don't have too much knowledge on, that's their way of saying, okay, for our era, these players are cemented. You know, I, I get, I, I do get it. And I feel like we just And saw, because it covers 75 years, so you kind of have to have Yeah, you kind of have to have some of like those players. Whether, you know, I, the, the list probably isn't going to change in, uh, as far as like um, – 
the top dogs of the media who make these lists, that list probably isn't going to change. Like, when they come out with the top 100 players list, a lot of these players, they're, they're still going to remain on there. But we just saw a recent, um, um, as far as the the last dance, we just saw, like, you know, some preservation being uh, displayed with, with the Jordan Dot or the Bulls, or however you want to uh, decide. For me, I feel like that was more for the people who actually knows Jordan. Like, it wasn't necessarily for... I mean, like, if you're a hooper, like, if you're a real mm-hmm. hooper hooper and you've heard about Jordan, maybe you don't necessarily know his game. Maybe, like, you're a younger hooper and you haven't really seen his game. But it's more so for the people who hoop. It wasn't really to – for me, it wasn't really to attract new fans. It was kind of like, you know, just his ode to the Chicago Bulls in their last season. And, you know, maybe it is a little bit about building up his legacy, like letting niggas know, like, hey, man, I was that nigga for a while. But – I feel like that's kind of really cemented. Those who think Jordan is the GOAT, yeah. going to stay thinking yeah, he's, he's the, the goat. GOAT. Those who think LeBron is the GOAT, going to stay thinking he's the GOAT because they've thought it since even before his career is finished. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, but my, my thing with Scotty was just that Scotty, I feel like it's more so a way to attract attention to his book, and that's the, that's the thing I don't like. Because you know when it's time, to, you know when it's time to promote anybody that's promoting. You can you can expect some controversy to come out of something. You know you gotta get you gotta get the shock value up. You gotta get the exactly. interest in. You gotta get the fan base or the fan base that you're trying to accumulate. You gotta get them. Why do you want to read this book? You yeah. know I gotta get some. I gotta get I gotta get the pot stirring a little bit. Yeah. And this is his way of getting the pot stirring. You know it's all promo. All promo is good promo. So that's you know facts, he probably he, he probably he probably he probably told Jordan like hey bro look. No. X Y Z. I don't. I mean, they say they say they say Jordan really not feeling the way he going about it because it's like even in the doc, the way he started the doc was like without without Pippen, it wouldn't be no it wouldn't be no championship runs. Oh, these niggas. They needed each other. They needed each other. And Scotty really feeling some type of way like oh well you basically just saying like we didn't do what we did for you, but in the doc he made it perfectly clear like. Without these players, it wouldn't be what we like. It wouldn't be us. Don't get me wrong, but they needed him too because without him as the foundation of peace, where they going? <laughs> because literally, he came like just like he said when he first got there. It was niggas doing coke and having mm-hmm. strippers in the hotels and stuff like that. Like they washed all the way, all that away because they had him. When they have Jordan, they have a generational talent. They like okay. We can start building with this shit. Let's go ahead and wipe the slate clean of yeah. these niggas that ain't doing nothing. Yeah. And let's build. Let's draft us a Scotty. Let's bring in a Rodman. Let's bring in a Kukos. Let's bring in all these pieces that he can that he needs to help limit, you know what I'm saying, what he's doing, like his burden or whatever, and we can go get this championship. You need like a, a Paxson and a BJ Armstrong to hit clutch shots or Facts. a Steve Kerr to hit clutch shots. You need a Dennis Rodman. To be able to rebound at the highest level, you need like and a Horace Grant to be able to play all around, Scotty Pippen to play all around. You need like a Phil Jackson to get that opportunity to come in and, um, as a and young just, coach. Yeah, just spray his philosophy on the whole team as far and as what his, his ideas are. Too. Personality, that cool, calm. I love Phil. I love the way Phil's the coach. Yeah, very zen, like everything. Very is about, zen, yeah. It's all about the vibes. Yeah, so it's like they needed all those pieces. Scotty has a point that. It's about a team, but I feel like Jordan had already recognized that it's about a team. You know what I mean? Like, Scotty just trying to really sell this book. And if you, as a 50, one of the 50 greatest basketball players of all time, you shouldn't even, 
it shouldn't be necessary for you to create shock value to sell whatever book you're selling. Like, you really feel in some type of way. Like, it ain't necessarily all about, like, you know what I'm saying, drawing attention to your book. Like, you really feel in some type of way. And now you kind of just, I mean, but if they say even when they was playing, they didn't have the closest relationship. It was kind of like basketball, on the court, respect. We're going to go for these, we're going to go for these rings. It, outside of the court, they had their own separate entourages or whatever. So, I mean, I feel like he maybe don't feel, he don't care to, like, whatever bridge is burning with doing what he's doing. But I feel like a book sale is not really worth it for me, like, to burn. Like, even if you're not even particularly cool with a nigga, like, even, I don't I don't really know a person who I wasn't cool with on the basketball team, but, like, I wouldn't. I did. Years later, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care to burn a bridge. You know what I'm saying? To get shock value, to get no money off of it because you've made a everything. Yeah, everything they did is already set in stone. So at Facts. this point, I mean, have at it. Bro, I don't know. It was weird. Right, was he? Was he? Oh, I'm telling, bro. They told him not to sign the contract. He told him. Told him, Look, bro. You can get more money next year. Nah, I'm the time. Want to secure the bag right now? Because anything can happen. But you salty at Jordan for because he was smarter. And you want to know what's crazy? And they told me this, and I was like, bro, Jordan made less money than him. When he signed that deal, he made Jordan made the only time Jordan made money with the Bulls was his last two years. That's when he signed that 30, 36 million and thirty seven million or something like that. Before that, Jordan was making like four or five million a year. Hmm. So you think about that. All that attention he tr- attracted to the game, all the sales that he made for that particular organization. But know, he was making more money off his shoes. Oh, yeah, and facts. Everything else. That's, That's facts. where his money was coming from. That's where from. his money was coming from. But at the time, like, you know, that wasn't the big contract game back then. Like, uh-huh. niggas was signing 10 year contracts or with Magic Johnson, uh, Magic Johnson signing a, a 20 year contract or whatever. Like, niggas wasn't really getting money like that. 20 year contract? Niggas That's wasn't making crazy. money like that. Uh, Magic Johnson, what he signed? Twenty. It was, was 20, it twenty years, years twenty million. I can't remember. I can't remember. It was something crazy, bro. Something <laughs> it was egregious. something really crazy, bro. Yeah, but crazy. That's a nine. That's a ten. That's eleven. Year, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> but back, uh, not for nothing. No, back in the back in the seventies, um, late seventies, early. If you hit the seven figures, that was a big deal. So the niggas are signed. No, Magic like, lived like a king. Like don't get it twisted. Yeah, like back, like the value of the dollar, like it was. Trust me, it's way better than it was today. Actually, okay, the deal was twenty-five year contract worth twenty-five million dollars. So that's one million a year, and he signed this back in nineteen eighty-one. So technically, the nigga would still be under contract until like two thousand six, <laughs> even though he he retired in what like ninety-three, ninety-one, ninety-two, something like that. That's it's why crazy. they got hey, so he can get out that damn contract. Damn. <laughs> But um, <laughs> y'all ready to get to the NBA update though? Um, that's facts. It's a lot of things to get to. Uh, no, we said we weren't gonna talk about Ben Simmons no more. But I mean, this is honestly though. But Ben, okay, well, we necessarily do because the Sixers are still kind of balling even without him. They dealing with a little bit of injury stretch right now, where but they still like what number two or something like that in the in the East. Yeah. So, like, they still are winning without him. Are they going to be willing to take whatever teams are offering just to get off his – They're number uh, five in the East, but um, – like you said with the injury bug, but what was the question about Ben? You just are they going to be willing to take any – whatever offering, whatever starting offers 
that people not. I mean, of course, people not gonna go crazy and just offer like you know second round pick and like that. But like, let's say a team got a two first. I think. Well, I could be speaking out of out of terms, but anything that I say, I feel like you know I don't have total knowledge, I don't have sources, so anything that we say, you know, our own opinion, but. I think that they kind of shot themselves in the foot with the initial with the initial um, what's the word I'm looking for? Request like the trade. Yeah, with the initial request, yeah, package request that uh, that they wanted for Ben Simmons because like I said one, two first, and maybe a player, a couple players. Oh no, they said they wanted three first. Three first, and, and some players. Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, I know you're getting like aside from the shooting, like we're not gonna act like Ben Simmons, like we're not gonna act like he doesn't, you know. It's just really the shooting. Everything else he does perfectly fine. If not one of the better players in the league, as like, far as the passing or the rebounding, running the, fan, uh, the transition, uh, finishing at the rim. Like, Ben Simmons is elite in those categories, but like the shooting, that's what, in the shooting league, you not being able to do those things, that takes your value all the way down. Like the offer that they received from the Warriors, I thought that was a pretty decent offer. What, was, know, the, what was the package? I believe it was a. Um, I want to say Wiseman, Wiggins, two first-rounders. If Wiseman wasn't in the trade, I'm sorry, but I, I know Andrew Wiggins was in the trade for a fact. It was a two players and a couple picks, maybe more than more than two picks. They declined it. At that time, I'm like, you're not really going to get – I don't know what type of offer you're going to get better. Yeah. Now, I'm hearing I'm hearing rumors. I don't know if this is true. You're in like a, a Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons swap. Uh, I, I, think, I heard it's going to be Harrison Barnes. Mar- Marvin uh, Bradley. No. First, <laughs> no. First and foremost, you already got De'Aaron Fox. No. Ben Simmons and De'Aaron Fox, like both of those, they're yeah, ball dumb. Nah. You don't need two of those on the same team. And either of them aren't particularly great shooters. De'Aaron Fox is more of a finisher. That's facts. Uh, he's a great he's, passer. He's as definitely well. improved his shooting. Yeah, definitely improved, but he's not years. like, he's not on the levels of like, you know, like, you know. Of course not. Yeah, but. Only I say their names, we already know. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't do that trade. I would, I would do something like a CJ for um, a Ben. Yeah, take Ben to Portland. Facts. I mean, it makes sense though. When you think about it, it definitely makes sense, bro. Because you can free up, you can free up Dame off the dribble. I mean, like off, off, off the playmaking aspect <laughs> where he can, you know, catch and score, catch and do whatever he's doing. And plus, defensively, it's always been their Achilles' heel. Like they haven't been able to stop teams. But ain't he always hurt? Ooh. Who? CJ. No. Mm, kind of. Not really. Not necessarily always hurt, but, like, uh, kind of banged up, neck, you know, knick-knack injury, stuff like that, oh, maybe. Man. But, like, with them, it's, it's just they've never been – they never able to stop teams unless – I feel like that would be a benefit for them because he can play – he can cover so many different positions. They're not able to expose them in pick and rolls like they're able to do now because of CJ and Dame's height. You know what I mean, don't get me wrong. Now, it's not that CJ and Dame don't necessarily try to play defense. It's like when they put get put in pocket rolls, it's kind of people able to take advantage of them. So with being able to switch, you know, it, all positions, that'll definitely help them out. And plus, he's able to free up Dame from ball handling responsibilities whenever he's tired or whenever he's off the floor. Plus, they already got that Anthony Anthony Simons kid, so it's like. That will definitely help them out if they if you ask me. Like CJ is a good a, a great player, but I feel like they've already kind of peaked out with going to the Western Conference Finals that one year. I feel like that's kind of their peak. Yeah, to the Anthony Simons thing, um, I feel like 
I do think he's a great player. I think he has some – he maybe have a little stunted growth. I'm not saying that's going to affect him, but as for now, we can't really tell uh, the totality of his game because Damon CJ has been elite for so long. It's like you may have, you know, a dominant rough here with this kid. You know, you got to give him a chance to blossom. They're going to have to blow this thing up eventually. So if I were them, I'd just trade. I may trade Dame and CJ just to get some young pieces to put around um, – I don't know if Anthony you can trade Dame, though. I feel like they would never do it. Like At some – okay, so this maybe is – Maybe when he, like, late 30s type shit, but even See, then, he the, only – What's the point of doing it then? Like, yeah. I, I'm saying, like, if you're going to trade Dame or if Dame is going to ask for a request, Dame's 31 years old, I don't know how you're going to age. You know, you play – you play you – still, you still elite in my book, um, as you should be in everybody's book for that part. But – um I do think after this season, if anything, this has to be the last season. I don't see any moves they could make. You don't really acquire – like the Norman Powell sign was good for y'all, happy. But um, I don't know if that's going to turn – it's not going to turn into like a Western Conference Finals appearance, you know. Uh, I just feel like so many teams have lapped the Portland Trailblazers, unfortunately. Facts. Like, I agree you know, with that. That's facts. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the team has been poorly managed. So, yeah, but that's just – I don't know how we got on, you know – that from Ben Simmons, but uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we start uh, talking about CJ. I asked about CJ. Yeah, yeah, we start nah. talking about. Nah, it's CJ. okay. But, uh, but with Ben Simmons, I mean, though, it's like, the NBA talk, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But uh, team updates and playoff prospects. It's kind of it's early, but you know why? Why not? Um, you know me, like Mavericks fans, Javon's a Bull fan. Uh, I do like what Chicago is doing. They're looking good. Um, Third place, with, baby. With the Mavericks, that's good. We kind of uh, at a place where. I'm, I expected, you know, a positive record. Luca is – I didn't talk about what he did in San Antonio last night. It was silly. It was very silly. He was hitting one-legged uh, floaters, step-back threes. Mm-mm-mm. He had 15 assists, 12 rebounds. That's so bad, man. Yeah, um, Porzingis was dunking over everybody. Uh, it was – you know, it was a good sight to see after coming off a loss. Uh, they um, both had 30-plus. Yeah, you know, first time against a, wow. against a uh, young a young trying to figure it out San Antonio team. I expect nothing less, but uh, we're in a place that I kind of expect us to be. We should be com- we should be very competitive. I do think um, it's definitely a move that can be made though uh, to get us higher in contention. Whatever they move, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's another perimeter player. Uh, one of my brothers oh. told me we could be in play for CJ. I don't know how true that is, huh? you know. Yeah. How? Who we trading? Who you think? Ooh. All right. <clears throat> but no, nah, that's just that's just some talks though, you know, in the group chat, nothing crazy, but um for Pazingas? Yeah. Uh, I think that trade could work from the aspect of Well maybe. Maybe. From maybe. from the aspect K D uh, K uh K P he would have a low post all to himself because they don't really have any super-duper threats down there. He would be the one that could stretch the I floor. Can, can you could run hot pick and rolls with him. You could set him up on the, on the him block. Him and Nurk would be interesting. Yeah. Um, the what? Him and Nurk. I thought you Nurkic. said Dirk, bro. I was like, huh? Him and Nurk would be interesting. I don't know how to tell Tom I mean, I right here. <laughs> yeah, facts, nigga. <laughs> that, that, that time is gone, my boy. I don't think he can. I don't think they're going to make that trade this year, bro. They still... You talking about Dallas or Portland? Dallas. <coughs> I think I, I, I think we should just let, I think we should just ride this wave and just really just see. I, I think I, I think they're starting to get it though. Like the way they're hooping, like the way they're playing defense is something different, bro. No, it's I ain't not gonna lie. Like I'm, 
But like this even Luca, Luca has definitely improved it defensively. I told y'all, bro. I said he's, he's not. He's, he's not a total he's, liability. He, he's, he was trash last year. Don't ever get it twisted. He was trash yeah, he on defense. Right. Yes, he was. He got to vote this for. Year, he got to vote for all defensive but teams. This, who the fuck? Swear yeah, to yeah. God. Yep. Boy. Yep. If it wasn't last year, it was the year before. But I know he did. He got to vote for. Man, keep on talking. I'm about to it's Googleable, <laughs> nigga. It's Googleable. I'm just saying, bro. Keep talking. He's balling. But, Luka, um, Luka was sluggish. You got some playoff prospects, Eli? Oh, man, what? Huh? Oh, man. This is a joke. I told you. This is No, but they, it, it's literally said. It's legit. No, no, it's a reason why, though. James Harden and Luka Doncic got, <laughs> got votes for all defensive first teams. There we go. But they play defense. Control votes, I see. This is literally, this literally what it was, bro. It's Don't not do a that. Control vote. It was all team, all team, all all defensive first team. Come on, bro. Yeah, so I come on, bro. James, for the record, going to the Emmys. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, come on, bro. Exactly. <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead and put my vote in and shit. But I'm mean, like, he's improved this year, so that's the least I can give him that much credit. This year, he's definitely made significant improvements. KP. Yeah, no, uh, Luca has made defense oh, significant improvements on defense. <laughs> so this is so I'll give him his credit. I like the defense that they're doing, bro. So they have they have KP in the right, like top of the key. So he's like right three point line. He's floating in between three point line. It's kind of like a triangle. <coughs> <coughs> so he's at the top, and then when the oh, ball goes to the left, he slides over to the left, right, and then the whole defense shifts. So it's like they're doing a one two two. You remember how we used to run yeah, the one two two, right? But it, they have an advantage because KP can now move laterally quick or better than he was. So he can get from the top of the triangle to the left of the, his defensive triangle, right? And stay able right, to be in front KP of the ball. KP was always pre- decent on defense. Like he, that's why they was calling him the unicorn back in New York. Well, see, they like, wasn't utilizing him like they using him as far and as health. They was using him as far as defensive behind an anchor type. But now yeah. they got him in the front. He's not in the He's not protecting the goal. Mm. He's like disrupting, disrupting passes because the way the NBA now is they're swinging a the ball, mm. you know what I'm saying, up top now. Mm. So you need that length. You need that quickness. So that's what they, I like what Jason Kidd is doing is utilizing what Przingis can actually do, mm. and he's keeping them engaged in the game, not only from the offensive aspect of it, but also on the defense, defense aspect. Right. So that's the big difference between what Jason Kidd and what Rick Carlisle was doing, right? It's like Jason Kidd actually understands these guys. So it's like they they having some issues with their spacing, right? But, yo, if it's anybody who I didn't know or didn't think was going to take a step the way they did, my God, Jalen Brunson has taken a step in the right direction. And that's what I was going to say earlier. And I'm thinking it's because Jason Kidd been just putting all his season in bro. And I thought Luka was going to be bro. I have to apologize for the previous podcast. I said that he was – I just I said he's trash by comparison to the uh, other bench, but at the same time I gotta get the boys credit. Oh my God, he, he has been cooking this year. He's been doing a lot better. Don't get me wrong, he's only averaging thirteen points, but he is cooking. It's a great That's thirteen. Th- thirteen points, cool, but thirteen points gets you thirty million dollars or something, something crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. And the crazy part is, is that he gonna be an unrestricted this, after this year. Gotta pay him. Ain't nobody even talking about that. This nigga, they gonna have to get this nigga something. No, no, somebody talking about it. We just oh, can't yeah, see though. We just can't right. see it. 
They teams, just trying to see if teams, it's going to yeah, maintain. Quiet. Yeah, bro. Teams Some, definitely something quiet. Something going to have to shake, bro, because they got, you can't let him go. Because you let him go, that's it. I think it has something to be with him being uh, staying in college longer. Yeah, uh, right, he was playing two time NCAA. It's the maturity that comes he, with he, it. Yeah, he 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 came in with it. They they won that draft. That's the greatest draft we ever had. Was him and Luca, and they was in the same draft. Crazy. They was in the same draft. Yes. Twenty eighteen. You know he came in. He came in the second second round. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second round. Respect, bro. man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta apologize, bro. He, he definitely has shown that he's taking the next step. Hey, so I gotta give him his credit, bro. Y'all currently I'm, fifth place in the I'm, West I'm, right now, at eight and four. Fifth place. Yeah. We, we ain't fifth place. Hold up. Yes, you are. No, we not. You, no. What? Y'all are eight and four we right just, now. Fifth we were just place. third. Third. We tied for third. We lost against the Bulls. We were still tied for third. All right, it's cool. You know what? We just, just I mean, I mean tie, if you want to put it in, in the tie, but the, they currently have the Jazz and Nuggets ahead of y'all in third and fourth. So it's, cool, it's all the same record, though. All right. I'll take so that. It's all, it's, all good. it's all the same record. We in that thing right now. That's facts. Sun, surprisingly, is still in second place. So I got to give them some credit. I, I didn't I expect y'all. them to maintain. I told y'all. But they just like we said in the previous part, but they they built their bench up some, so I gotta give them the credit for that. Like their benches came a long way. Warriors are currently in first place at eleven and one. They are balling. They just whooped the shit out of my boy last <laughs> night. <laughs> they did dirty. I'm not gonna say it's like a shocker, but I didn't expect them to be off to this great of a start. You know, uh, you gotta give credit to Steve Kerr with uh, coaching up what he got. You have to give credit to uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry is definitely my early season MVP favorite. Facts. Um, Jordan Poole, the emergence of Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins is playing better. Um, Draymond, I'm a, I know a lot of people, he, he catches a lot back. of flack. I'm a huge Draymond Green fan just because of what he do that don't show up on the stat books. I think he's a very, very, very underrated passer. Uh, his IQ, he's one of the smartest players I've seen. Definitely. Uh, IQ he is just the off the charts. Yeah, he helps the flow of their offense. Yeah, he's the heartbeat. He help. fixed, heartbeat he fixed perfectly. With, I think the, the the reason he's under underestimated somewhat is because niggas know, like, within other systems, he might not be as effective. But for the Warriors, he's exactly what they need. Draymond, he, he needs um, high-caliber offensive uh, players. Because, carry the load. Yeah, so that way But he he's going to get them free looks. Draymond, the looks, the looks, the looks that Curry get off of Draymond, underrated. That high pick and roll, the low post. I saw a play last night. Um, Draymond was in the post. They was running a bunch of fakes. Somebody was like, you can't really pay attention. Oh yeah, like, Jim I'll, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, uh, not Jim Jackson. Uh, Mark Jackson. Yeah, Mark Jackson. You can't, you can't he pay attention. He was in the attention. post. He you was in the post. Uh, Curry was coming off that mm-hmm. curl screen. And he was like, he, he's like, you can't pay attention. They're not posting Draymond. They're not posting They're not posting Draymond. They not posting Draymond. You pay attention to Curry off, off of that the whole no, time. bro. One of their yeah. plays, and it's cold. It's a cold-blooded play. You got Draymond up top around, like, the logo area or whatever. And you got you got a step coming off a down screen. But it's another guy coming up to set another screen. So they faking like he coming up to get the ball initially. But what he really doing is he going to come back door. And they gonna come off this that curl like the other screen that's on top, and they gonna just curl right to the three point line because you can't you you can't do nothing from behind them. So like this, it just got so many different ways 
of getting their shooters the ball, but it's, it's so creative, bro. Because of the fact that Kerr, Steve Kerr does draw these magnificent plays. And Seriously, they're looking like the Sean McVay. No, nah, he is. <laughs> the NBA, like, yeah, bro. It's, it's bro. like the, off, the offense is so innovative. Curry is just as dangerous without the ball than he is with it. Just like a like a Clay Thompson, like I'll pay attention to the screens. Like they steady running backdoor screens all Seriously. game. You have to really chase them all game. And then when they do get the ball, you got a whole another beast to deal with. So it's like you pick your poison with that dude. He and just, the problem is, it's like even when they do get the ball, it's not the end of the action. It's like they they might not they might not like the shot that they getting. So they have a counter to if you counter whatever they're doing. So let's say he get the ball up pin down, you right in front of him. He get that shit right back up and go run back through 17 different mm-hmm. screens. Yep. So it's like, bro, it's so much. And on the defensive end, they like third in the league defensively, third or second one of them right now. So, like, they – like, and that's the uh, – that's what they were saying. Like, they were looking a lot like the 2015 Roars that started the dynasty. Mm-hmm. Where it's not an overwhelming offensively. I'm just going to – they just going to kill you. They're going to lock you up. No, they're going to lock your ass up. And they're going to be in the passing lanes because they're not – they're not big, like overly big defensively, where they can like you can put them in mismatches. All of them can play, you know, whatever position they need to play. Like not efficiently all the time, but of course, they they are great team defense. Team defense. What's 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 his stat? Thirty six games with nine three pointers. Oh made. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. The next person, the next closest like person is games? no. The next person is like 10, 11 games. I think it's more games than that. And I'm talking about. For, I'm talking about the the closest person to him. Uh, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. It's I see like you're ten saying. games. Yeah, in in yeah. over yeah. So he's like twenty games out. Nobody's catching it. <laughs> nah. Father Tom gonna have to have the same pot that they used to make the Powerpuff Girls to stop the <laughs> I don't see. I don't see. I don't see what he gonna do against. Cause he gonna always be able to shoot. Always. It's <coughs> I, I feel like literally the only thing he might not be able to do is just run as much as he does right now. Cause that's one of the main killers about him, where he could he can either break you down off the dribble, which he's. That's I feel like that's another reason where they able to do what they doing now because like he'll just bring the ball up court instead of like letting them getting them little <laughs> sets where they denying him the ball and double and trapping him and shit like mm-hmm. that. He'll dribble that shit up. Getting back in that bag where he can break your ass down off a of pick and roll, which you notice that's when he was in his MB, MVP pick and roll. Pick, you know what I'm saying? He was a lot. He was doing a lot. It was a lot of hot pick and rolls with Draymond. Yeah. I noticed something about Steph Curry the other day. For some reason, I haven't thought about this with too many other players. I don't know if it's possible. For some reason, I don't know if him if him being like the best shooter in history, him being so efficient when he going off, it don't feel selfish. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know. I'm like, normally it's players in the past. You know, rest in peace to Kobe. You know, he got a lot of claims for being selfish at times, for taking a lot of shots. But you know, like a player like Curry, when he goes off for these crazy games and these numbers, why doesn't it seem selfish? You want to know why? Because he's not. Uh, I feel like with Kobe, it was a lot of post ups and different stuff that ate up the clock. Mm-hmm. But with Steph, it's like. Either he's putting up a shot or he's not, he's just going to pass it off and keep on moving. So they have an opportunity, like maybe if he don't have an initial shot and he pass it off, they have an opportunity to feed somebody else the ball. Mm-hmm. But they also going to put it in the action where he's going to get his action to he can score. So if he feels like he got a good shot, he take it, he make it. He can put up like, you know what I'm saying? Just like you're saying, he, put, he go nine three-pointers real quick. And then, 
And those three-pointers don't take time. He's not sitting there dribbling nah, and he, doing. He getting, he getting them up he, quick. He, he going off the screen and he going to put that bitch up. Once yeah. he crosses half court, you already got to be, you got to be, uh, you alarm. You already, uh, you know, you ready. You ready. You got to be ready for anything and not for nothing. He got a culture where he's encouraged to shoot. The fans want to see exactly. him shoot. His teammates want to go crazy. The coaching staff, I'm pretty sure they take it because it's plenty of times where, like, him and, like, a dame, they'll come across half court. The edge of the logo if they it's feel like they got man. the green light, they'll I just stop. <laughs> act like they finna set up the play. Not even act like they finna set up the play. They'll just walk yeah. up and pull it. Bop. That's it. <laughs> That's they'll just it. walk up. Yeah, for sure. And I, like, honestly, bro, it's it's amazing to behold. And I remember, you know, like the last podcast I was saying, like, it's the NBA is dope when Steph Clay, I mean Steph Curry is cooking, bro. Like it is. Like it's more exciting. The fans are more involved in the game when they see somebody going off the way he goes off. So. Man, it's good to see the Warriors back in form. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go on that call. You know, to my team, bro, we, we are currently in third place. We took a massive L to, to go to state last night, which I don't – I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, of course, to go to state, they, they, they played as well defensively. But but the fact that I think uh, Alonzo and DeRozan was like five for 25 or something like that. That was on a back-to-back, the second night of a back-to-back, right? No, I think we had a night off because we played Brooklyn on Wednesday. Yeah, I played the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Um, we played the Mavericks on Wednesday? Yes. Thursday. I think I played the Mavericks Thursday. I had to turn around. It was a turnaround. Because I remember I was at work in the break room. I was watching um, the Mavs game. The Mavs I know we played y'all. We play, y'all played us Wednesday. That was Wednesday, yeah. It was, it was one of us Wednesday. 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 So we had a so night we off. We had a day off. This schedule got me, day off got me day. messed nah, up my back. Right. I'm sorry. I watched the game last night. Yes, no, I remember us playing y'all, but I... But yeah, we, we had a night off, but it was just... They couldn't get in that rhythm the whole game, and then we didn't have Vujicic in. Got the young boy Bradley in, and he he, he got a long way to go. To that's a, that's, a, that's a hostile environment because in that game, even you know you got to really like stand your ground. You got to really Seriously. hit your shots. You got to execute because even if without Clay Thompson, if them floodgates open, they just make a run. Like you got to be able to withstand the run. Only a few teams can do it. You got to withstand tough, the run. You do so y'all, y'all just got to early. I feel like you know the the next game. Uh, even though y'all are playing twice because it's a conference difference. Yeah. I feel like the game in Chicago, maybe they'll be better prepared for it. Want to, like, you know, show up because Zach Levine. But they was hitting us with some shit that we was not prepared for. That boxing one when they had GP uh, guarding Zach Levine mm-hmm. and they had everybody else kind of in the zone, you know what I mean? Like, we're like, okay, Zach Levine at the ball. GP is still on him, but they're able to send a double whenever, you know what I'm saying, he get in the spots, so. It, it was it was fucking us up because the Rosen went on and when uh, Lonzo wasn't really getting uh, great shots. So I mean, like they just they played us perfectly. Not for nothing. I'm happy to see GP uh, too. Yeah. I'm happy to see him like you know finding like a because he had like a little you know Carbon bounce around. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Corey Joe's daddy said about him. What is the mailman joke? <laughs> yeah, yo, I was like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Because I always wanted to hit the mailman. Was around when I was on the, road. Road. <laughs> on the road type stuff. I was like, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Sad. <laughs> he don't want it no more. Uh oh. It's, um, it's time, oh, man. man. It's funny. My boy Lemon Pepper, man. What we doing, man? What's up? Pepper Lou, bro. My, my boy retired? He ain't retired yet. He, I think he injured right now. Oh, yeah. But um, he what said this is going to be his last season. He possibly he hasn't decided just yet, but. What he came in in 06, 16 years, 15 years? About right. 06? Yeah. He came in in 06? 
I believe so. That's longer than 15, 15 year career, I believe. Oh, five. Longer. Oh, five. five. Oh, five. Okay, nice. that's why I get to 16. Yeah. 17, goodness. Technically, that's 20, starting 2021 to the end of 2022. So it's 16, technically 17. It, it depends on how you want to look at it. But He's nice. set a, uh, a significant career, when you think about how many times six man of the year? Like two or three? Yeah, he, he carved out his niche, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. When he was with Philly, the first the first couple of years with Philly, he yeah. was definitely balling. Balling. Definitely balling. He, <laughs> and he earned that contract that he ended up getting, bro. So, I feel like uh, Hall of Fame career, maybe? Probably not. No? Nah. No disrespect. That sucks, man. That nah. sucks. Even though the Hall of Fame is easy to get into, for some players, you, you don't. How do you move the needle? Yeah. You know, how, even though, like, him having, like, how multiple. Can you, how can you explain it? Explain it to us. <laughs> you can't. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I mean, but technically, what? Well, nah. Other, other than, nah. other than, other than, I don't even know if a championship would, would get him in. Honestly, like, mm-hmm. with the, I don't, I don't know. Because first and foremost, like, to get into that, you got to really think about what the Hall of Fame requires. You need to you need to do things like okay, like James Harden, MVP, scoring like a lot of scoring titles, triple double maestro, like a Giannis, back to back MVPs, Finals MVP. Oh man, Giannis definitely earned already. He earned this. Like he are, he's already <laughs> he's already he's already in. in. You know what I'm saying? Like Lou Will hasn't necessarily moved the needle on the Hall of Fame. I can see it. Um, Jamal, like like a Jamal Crawford, like a uh, like a Baron Davis, you know, it's one of those if you know you know type of things. Like some of your favorite players struggled against like the players I'm naming now. Like, but you, they don't have the accolades to. They don't have the accolades. Like you got to get a good night's sleep to play is, against like a Lou Wicker. Lou Wicker go for forty any given night. You just Seriously. don't know. Jamal Crawford go for fifty. Any, Baron Davis thirty five forty any. You just don't know. You really don't know, bro. Can literally mess around and carry a team in the playoffs. Randomly, but at the same time, they don't have the accolades. But even though he has a couple six mans of the year, like that, don't swing the needle. You know what I mean? Like it's not really putting him over the top as far as a Hall of Fame career. Because of, I mean, like, shit, people even question T Mac, and he's multiple time All Star. You know what I'm saying? Scoring champion. He don't necessarily. Lou Will doesn't necessarily have the nah, all star appearances. He don't, he don't really have stats, bro. He yeah. just don't. 14 points a game, 2.2 rebounds, 3 assists. Like that's for, the, for his that's career? Not, yeah, that's not getting you to the Hall of Fame, bro. That sucks. He's not even in no top. What is he top? Top 10 scoring, top 10 assists, top nah, 10 nah, nah. minutes off the bench, something. Nah. Further so, down. But uh, if he get put in, they would really have to. That must be like they, they, we, we stretching something like yeah, yeah we stretching should, something respectfully. Should he at yeah. least get a farewell tour type of? Oh, uh, most definitely. Yeah, like, yeah. You got to think who Lou will. Lou will is like one of the best six mans. Like he 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 give you like the Vinny Johnson, like you know the microwave, like the uh, like Bobby Jackson, or you know just Jason Terry. Like he's in that class, of, and like Jamal Crawford, like yeah. the hum, like the humble in you is saying okay. I'm going to embrace this role because, like Lou Will said, he's going to finish the game nine times out of ten. He's always going to be there when it really matters. Just the start of the game, he can sit on the bench seeing who's hot, who needs to get going, 
Where does he need to come in and affect the game at these certain spots? He's picking the spots. Why he's sitting on the bench? When you're on the floor, you don't have the opportunity to do that. You're going through the motions as you're playing, but on the bench, you get to sit and study the game in the aspect to where when you come in, I already know where I got to go because I've been watching for the first four, three, three to five minutes of the game, so I already know how to impact the game. So he just he justified coming off the bench for so many years, and I can't do nothing but give props to a, to a guy like that. You know, I'm not mad at that. We moving off Lou? What we doing? Yeah, we just moving off Lou. Will LeBron uh, get the all-time score record in debate? Who's the goat? Like when he uh, when he gets the record, and we all we all think he will. I think they said he just got to have 18 over the next two years. He get the uh, the all-time. He could be all-time uh, scoring leader in NBA history. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think that'll be. I don't think that'll give him the goat. Because Jordan, his career, he didn't have – Jordan didn't play 20 years. If Jordan exactly. played 20 years, he would have passed Kareem. No question. Kareem. No question. Like, what, what, I'm not trying to bring up Jordan so much, but, like, what a lot of well, people don't the, realize. That's, the, that's the, the topic, though. Is like, it is the topic. What a lot of people don't go. realize is Jordan got to number three on that list in 14 years. Jordan came in his rookie year, averaged 28 points a game. He got hurt his second year, came back and averaged 30-plus. Like, Jordan got to it quicker. When, when was the last time you seen a rookie come in the league and average 28? Seriously. 28 on your rookie season? 28? <laughs> it was ball. It, it, it literally was making niggas look like children compared to him. rookie year. Like, all credit to Dean Smith. But So, what I'm saying is, like, he got to it so quick. Like, Jordan averaged 30. Well, he said it was, was a lot of uh, Dean Smith, but it was also uh, going to the Olympics that year really helped him out as far as, like. But he won his first championship. Uh, by the time he went to the Olympics, he already had a championship. I'm saying, like, just his numbers coming in early. Oh, like, facts. when he was, like, losing to the Pistons, having to go through that, like, go through the Celtics. Oh, yeah, but battling, he was like, getting, the Cavaliers, you know what I'm saying? He was early. giving them buckets, but he didn't have a team. No, no, he didn't have a team. But I'm, but if we talk about from a scoring aspect, yeah. I got to go there. Yeah. I'm saying, like, he came in, he got, to, like, think about it. He got to number three in 14 seasons. Jordan, him averaging 30, that was a given. Like, you knew he was going to average 30. For like, his he, career. Yeah, for his, he averaged 30 <laughs> for his career. Average 20 at 40 years old. I'm like, this is. If no he had question. to play 20 seasons, there's no question. He probably would have lap, lap Kareem maybe by 2,000 points. Seriously, there's no question in my mind. I don't, I don't, no, I don't see it changing either, bro. I really don't. But that's us though. Like, it's, you that's gotta think, it's, it's people in the world that's gonna be like, oh, it's nothing to talk I about. I feel like it's a lot. Like with that, with that debate, bro. I feel like it's always gonna be like the people who think. MJ is the GOAT, no matter what happens, they kind of going to think MJ is the GOAT. And there's people who think LeBron is the GOAT, who no, no matter if he was to go off and lose five straight finals or some shit like that, they're going to think he the GOAT still. No matter what kind of happens. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like if he he, him winning, yeah, him winning, the scoring title will probably just give them more shit to stand on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's going to give them more of a reason to argue with people. Like, he's great. He's so long. Like, bro, I'm, but I, honestly, I, I've, I've looked at the argument different. Whereas, like, initially, I thought, like, why are they even putting them in the same conversation? Like, mm -hmm. the, the run that Jordan had is nothing like that run, bro. The fact that he was able to literally go back to back, three-peating, like, there's nothing you can argue as far as, like, him being the GOAT. But at the same time, I have to give Bron a little bit of credit because of his ability to dominate for so long. Even though he didn't necessarily dominate, in my mind, 
because of the losses. Like, the fact that he took so many L's. He dominated his coast. Like, he definitely dominated the East, the Eastern Conference. But I yeah. feel like yeah. I feel like you moving the goalpost, though, on this, yeah. particularly because I'm saying, like, I feel like the title is, is – we're talking about the aspect of scoring, though. But I know you said – No, I mean, the like, goal, it in, the goal, in the goal in conversation, general. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I'm saying, like, Jordan, I mean, LeBron kind of was dominant. This this my thing about LeBron. Like a lot dominant of people say, performances, not dominant winning. He his 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 performances is always gonna be dominant. So it's not really like yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. For it's sure. not that wasn't really what I was saying. It's like dominating as, as far as the winning aspect. Like the the L's that he's taking is kind of like taking him out of it. Like in the in the conversation as far as me, but like him winning the the scoring title, like the overall scoring title, just. I feel like them niggas would just have more of, of an argument to stand on. Because he'll be number one in scoring. He'll probably mess around and be top five in, like, re- rebound. I mean, uh, assist or some shit like that. Because I think he's, like, number seven all-time in assists mm-hmm. right now. So, I feel like with him being the top <coughs> five in assists or whatever in scoring title, I mean, the overall scoring all-time, it's kind of just giving him more. His stat, I ain't going to lie, when this, when this time is done – from a statistical standpoint, he gonna be in a class of his own, and it's gonna take somebody a while to catch up. Like I think Luca may be the only person that's gonna be able to catch up to him, and like the stats that he's gonna be in. Like if Luca continues the path that he's going, I mean maybe triple doubles ish. I don't. But know I mean like scoring. top 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 in scoring, like rebound and assist. Like LeBron is gonna be like in a class of his own. No, that's fair. I mean I'm not talking about with Luca catching up to him. I don't know. You think he's he, better? Stop. He, he may. I, I, I know. I'm, it's, what, this is literally no hate and jump. No, no, no. He got to know. Okay. What I'm saying, what I'm saying right. is like. We're like an all-time. What I'm saying, like the number yeah, one. Yeah, Luca's already averaging more than he was from his rookie year. I'm saying Luca got to keep it up for a long time. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You, no that's I, what I'm I, saying. I know it's already projected to be. But more. it's also because of his deep final runs, deep playoff runs. You got to think those stats go into account. Like, going to the finals. What was that like nine, ten straight? Yeah, years? bro, that's like, all like that's ten or eleven for his career. Like you got sixteen more games per year. That, that's from that's I told cool, but LeBron had some boo boo games too, bro. So how many? That's few and far between. Hold on, because no, <laughs> we, we, can, we can go through his stats. We talking about from October to June oh. years, like oh never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like and Luca, like him being out in the first round, like early to start his career, ain't helping. But like his stats are kind of crazy though, like. That's, that's why I say he's the first person I can think of that's well-rounded, who's getting, like, a high amount of stats in every category as far as yeah. points, rebound, and assists. He will be, like, you know, theoretically the person that you think is going to catch up to him because nobody – I think as far as young talent goes, nobody is as well-rounded as Luka is in the game. They are specialists at something, but Luka do a little bit of everything. That's why his usage is so high. That's why he basically runs point for our team, you know, so. But as far as, like, LeBron and Jordan, I think that – um. In some people's eyes, he will surpass Jordan as the goal. Other people's opinion of Jordan is cemented in stone. It's not, it's not changing. Like, ain't LeBron not moving the needle for those people, those Michael Jordan purists, like the Michael Wilbons, the Stephen A. Smith, the Skip Baylesses of the world. Like, they got to see Jordan in real time. So, like, their opinion isn't changing. But like a Shannon Sharp or like a Nick Wright, you know, maybe they think different. Like, nah, Jordan, I mean, they think LeBron is already, you know, and respectfully, you know. Honestly, I dig it. Like I, I, I've I've learned to respect their argument more. That's the one thing I can say for me. I, they, I've I've learned to respect the argument more. 
Like at first I felt like, bro, y'all tripping this nigga. <laughs> this nigga is like the goat. Like how, how can you even question who is so the goat? Now, so now you having you you feeling you feeling like maybe LeBron's getting closer and closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's he's made more of a case, like with winning more championships and but I feel like that it's always certain things that can, you can kind of deduct from because of you know not winning with your home base initially and going to Miami and getting the three, you know what I'm saying, building a, a foundation, I mean, building a super team. You can take off of that. You know, you can build, you can take off a little bit of just because you lost so much in Cleveland and then you ended up going to L.A., you can kind of take off of that. I mean, it's certain stuff, but I don't really necessarily hold those things against him myself. I just, I feel like that's kind of what separates him from Jordan in that aspect. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you went to the finals nine times, but when you take, what, six L's within that time frame? Like, come on, bro. The biggest knock on LeBron is going to be everybody got to eat in his era. Like, everybody. Tim Duncan got to eat, Dirk got to eat, Kawhi Leonard got to eat, Steph Curry, Clay Durant, they all got to eat. Like, um, like Giannis, he's eating now. Like, you know, it's going to be a lot of people that, like, LeBron didn't, he had a stronghold on the Eastern Conference for sure. But, like, we're talking about, like, the whole landscape of the NBA. Like, everybody pretty much got to do whatever they want to do in his era. In Jordan's era, he was stopping the NBA from eating. Like, you couldn't <laughs> eat. Like, it was East and West. Like, you wasn't getting out the East. And when he made it to the finals, you wasn't beating us because we made it out. And not not that we beating you. We're not going to a game seven. We're going to double back to something because you said his, his averages are better than LeBron's, right? Why you got to come back to that? Because. I mean, not for nothing, though. We got to, like, something uh, that we have to do. Like, we have to have these stats. We got to have the stats behind but go ahead. It, Hit me with it, bro. Hit me with because it. Because you saw you say his averages are better than LeBron's. He was but it's got to look into the actual parts of it. Well, talk to me, man. What because part LeBron, about? total points. Total points. Total points for his rookie year. 16, I mean, 1,654. Luca rookie year fifteen twenty six, second year twenty for LeBron twenty one seventy five. Luca seventeen fifty nine. LeBron third year twenty four seventy eight. Luca third year eighteen thirty. You still can't do that. This is facts. No, like it's totals. Two two of Luca's seasons were shortened. <laughs> you going off of total points, right? That means oh that's total God. games played. It, this nigga only played 61 games and 60 games. 20, 20 games. You can't go off the total. Okay. His rookie year, Luca's rookie year, 15-26. LeBron's rookie year, 16-54. So you're going off the averages, but if Luca played, what, 62 games and LeBron uh-huh. played 81 games. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron didn't play playoff till his third year. Luka, so basically those first three years was – like Luke, straight regular season. Luca played seventy-two games. His what? Rookie, rookie year? year. So there's ten. I mean, there's nine less games than LeBron. But I think LeBron missed one game. So. So the numbers gonna be. So what was the average? What did LeBron average? Twenty and Luca averaged twenty-one. Twenty-one. So. You talking about he averaging more, but he scored more he, points than him. But he 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 literally played less games than he did. That's that's how averages work, boo. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying. But you take you it, divide the points yeah, by how many take, games you played. Yeah, and that's how you get the average. He averaged yes. better than he did in the games that he played. Than the games. That's that not how it worked, bro. That's, you take the total number of games 
minus the. I mean, divided by the total number of points, and that's how you come up with it, right? But the, the so total play, number is games. different between two different people. You can't compare it. My point is, LeBron had more games, so you divided by more games. He scored more points, though. So if Luca, if we go off the average, and Luca played, played games. not seventy-two games because he played seventy-two games. If he played how what he eighty one games eighty one games he would have more points no, than LeBron. Wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> no, he, that's not how it works. That is how it works. That's literally not how that it works. That is literally how it works. It's based off of the average. So if he continues to no, average that for those ten plus or nine plus games, he would have more points because they played the same amount of games, but he still averaged more than he did. You average more because you play less games, fool. This is how it works. Like right. I don't know what part of it is confusing. All right, if every one of the if games, you play less games, if, okay, and you oh, score okay, what bro. you score, but you play ten less games, you gonna have a better average. But LeBron scored more points. All right, this is how it works. Oh, okay, that's what I feel. So I mean, Luca, maybe we'll get there. It's not tracking that way because what? I mean, bro, if you look at the total. <sighs> You look at the totals. We'll go off of it. I'm just, all right, cool, bro. You we're going off the totals, totals and <laughs> we're taking the totals, and we're going off of that. Like, it okay. add up, bro. It didn't add up, but all right, bro. I mean, the nigga got literally points. <laughs> 21, 24, 21, 22, 23, 22, cool. 21. LeBron, it's 2100s. Oh, that's my screen tripping. These are 2100s per season. Luca hasn't hit 20 nothing in either season. 20 nothing in what? 22,000 points in any season. He hasn't. Marcus. I'm speaking facts. I'm not talking I about emotions. I under, no, I understand what you're saying. But in those seasons, the whole entire NBA got cut off. Bro, you realize they had a, a, a lockout season, right? You do realize that, right? 2011. They only missed... Like nine games or something. They had a seventy-two game season. Luca wasn't in the league, nigga. What, uh, oh my god! So you you get that same excuse for Luca, right? That's because not he what just I'm had a short season. You uh, get that excuse. Oh, we, so were now talk, we were comparing the first. So now three. We was comparing the first three seasons. You just use that as an excuse, right? No, I'm not using anything. You literally just said he got a shortened season, so we can't count that. That's not what I said. You You can't count a total number. It's on the video, right? You You, know that, right? That's cool. You can't count a (laughs) total number. (laughs) You can't count a total number. We record this. But it's it's based off of... Okay. I'm just saying, because the 2011 season was shortened, right? It was shortened. It was short. 2011 right? season is irrelevant to the conversation. They started on Christmas, I believe, because I watched the. Um, it's irrelevant. Lakers on the Bulls. It's they played irrelevant. Games. It is irrelevant. That was the year the Mavericks won championship, actually. It's irrelevant. Which I got to give them their respect, man. They did it's their damn thing. Irrelevant, bro. I'm it's telling you. Cool. Yes, it is. Because the whole thing was okay, projection. You said. It's not. LeBron tracking. had yeah. more points. Then Luca in his first three years I mean, in the league. All years he's had more points than Cool. And I said two out of Luca's three years or four years or whatever shortened. he's been in the league has been shortened. Yes. So you can't just compare. 
and I went to another year where it was All hard, right. and you said that don't count. I never it said it. Matter. I did not say it didn't. It don't oh. It doesn't add anything. I'm just saying, bro. Luca can be whatever you want him to be. He can be whatever you want him to be. He's the savior of the Mavs. Respect to Luca, bro. We moving on to the next topic with the NBA. Oh, she won't pop eyes. Okay. Wife, you hitting me up saying I need to get her some Popeyes, baby. The food will be on the way when I <laughs> when I finish her. So yeah, we with the NBA, we 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 wanted to start a new segment, bro. Uh, we want to highlight these rookies, bro, because these rookies are definitely balling, man. We gotta give them that credit. Honestly, I feel like this this is kind of more one of the most well-rounded rookie classes. So it's the most that that's. The, it, this is the most most athletic rookie class in NBA history. I think they said everybody had at least a 35-inch vertical. That's kind of insane. So we we get into a different place for sure. That's facts. The rookie that I wanted to highlight this year, and for me, I feel like he actually should have been a number one overall pick, but respect to Kay Cunningham. But Jalen Green Damn, for the Houston bro, Rockets has been balling. That's my guy. Balling. We should have talked about this before. <laughs> Damn it! I'm guy. sorry. I've been, I've been, I've been on the train ever since I, ever since the draft, bro. When I really started looking into this boy's game, man, like the boy's a baller, bro. Like I gotta give him his credit. He got crazy vertical. His jumper is smooth, nigga. Like his yeah, game overall is just, his game, bro, man, just way. overall, bro. The next step for him is going to be playmaking. Mm-hmm. Like, once he figures out that playmaking aspect, he's going to really be able to take that next step. But overall, as far as a rookie, bro, like, he averaging 14, 13, I mean, 14 points, 3.5 rebounds, and 2.8 assists. So, I feel like it's, it's he off to a great start, man. Uh, he, he's really been balling right now. I think he's shooting at uh, not perfect, <laughs> Not great right now because I think he's taking a, a lot of tough shots, but he's shooting at thirty-five percent from the field goal. And <clears throat> what y'all think about that backcourt, anyways? Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, I like him. Think about that backcourt. I think in a couple of seasons the league gonna be on notice for sure. So how many seasons do you think that? I'm asking this for a specific question, but how many seasons do you think it would take for them to put the league on notice? It's tough. One to two. One to two. I give them two. They grow so fast. So, like one, so can we say three just for the sake of conversation? We can. So yeah. for sake of conversation and say in the next three years, what young backcourt do y'all fuck with? Whether it's and it's a part of the, you know, we got some rookies. You know, uh, some Cleveland's. Things. I remember I ain't gonna lie, like I, I wasn't sold on them. If if Colin Sexton stays, which I'm not sure he's gonna stay, but him and Darius Garland, they've they been they've been really clicking this year. I think uh Cleveland right now is in fifth place in the East. Fourth place in the East. Fourth mm-hmm. place. You said Philly at fifth place. Yeah. So, I mean, Cleveland. Cleveland actually been balling with that young boy, Evan Mosley, man. Mobsley. Yeah. Evan yeah. Mobley. Mobley. Yeah, he, he definitely been balling. So, I got to give him that credit, yeah, bro. he's on my fantasy team. So, I appreciate his balling. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even do a fantasy team this year for the NBA. I don't know why. It's a little bit tough. I've been... Caught up in taking L's with this NFL, so I was like, nah, no, he ain't going that route. No, I you, bro. I've been taking <laughs> L's on my fantasy. So what you say? Who your, who, for, 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 who's your choice for my rookie? Oh, Evan Mobley. Yeah? Uh, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 77% from the free throw line, 52% from the field, 
Cleveland. He's not reading this off, people. Cleveland um, is all up top. No, it's Straight not. Straight off the top. <laughs> you Straight off the top. I'm being honest. Like, look, look. My schedule does not allow me to watch basketball anymore. <laughs> I have to really, I have to really rely on the, like the nine minute, ten minute YouTube highlights. I can't like. Going to work at 6 p.m., I can't watch basketball no more. It's over with. If it's not on Saturday night or Sunday night, it's over. But um, him being an addition, you know, like, Tadarius going, Larry Markin, and now they got a uh, – they acquired a year or two ago, Jared Allen, and they got Evan Mobley. I feel like the infusion of young talent in Cleveland is crazy. And Ricky uh, Rubio and uh, – uh, Oh, you already mentioned Jared Allen. I was gonna yeah. say them two like that. I feel like that's carrying them defensively too. So I feel like once somebody, if they don't get one or somebody doesn't grow into like that closer, I feel like Cleveland. They got a nice little. They got some potential, man. I like the ceiling for them. That's a young team that's for facts. sure. And I think the addition of Evan Mobley is. I think Kyle Sexton was a closer though. With him, he he was looking for those shots. Yeah, he. But he gonna young, leave. Young bull, young bull wanted, but they <laughs> didn't extend leave. him. They didn't give him no extension, so I don't know what their plans are for him. Uh, maybe he can't throw up a market. See, because he definitely – he's a bucket. He gives 17-plus a game for sure. Um, I feel like, you know, he's just trying to find his way. Maybe it's not with Cleveland. Maybe he can find his, uh, his way with another team. So, we'll see how that pans out. But as far as my rookie, definitely uh, Evan Mobley for sure. Okay, okay, okay. Since it's my mind – since this man took – <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Oh, uh, shit, I'm the or not? I had a backup, so I'm gonna go with Scotty Barnes, bro, for Toronto, bro. My guy's been. Ah, yeah, he's I like, like him. Averaging about 16 points a game, like 52 percent from the field. So, you know, he's he, he he's doing good, bro. Filling in for um, I don't want to get his name wrong, but I know he's out. Yeah, he's been out. So I kind of want to see what's gonna happen when they insert him into the lineup. Give me are my props going, too, man. I called going, the Raptors still uh, being in yeah. playoff contention. They in the number seven spot. We not. We don't know how long they're gonna last at that spot, but I did say they still gonna be in their race. I feel like that they look. They pick up uh, the trade for Norm Powell and uh, Gary Trent is really paying off dividends, bro. That was a good swap. Gary Trent been balling. Scotty Barnes was a great pickup. Uh, you know, Freddie Van Fleet, man. You know, <laughs> man, that boy. Everybody I don't get know. it, bro. He's so small, Everybody but he be a bucket, bro. Y'all know how I feel about him, but. Oh my God, he be uh, cooking, bro. That's like Mini D will. I want Fred to go. It's like so, real shit. I want him to go so bad, man. He like the uh, the, the fun size. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think it was like what six three, six four, six three, six four. Yeah, you gotta Boy, get used to bro. love to use D Will on 2K. Oh yeah, my god, oh used to kill. God. I hated that nigga. Love D Will. D Will is like I hated that nigga. Used to cook with us. I hated Jeez. that nigga. Man. I love him. Him and all those bulls was a fucking problem. My god, it was a problem for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I think that we, we we wrapped up as far as NBA, huh? Uh, yeah. It's time to uh, it's time to get it's time to close out the podcast with a uh, Cowboys talk. So, uh, what are we looking like? Well, we got NFL talk because NFL has a lot of interesting aspects going on as well, bro. You got to think. OBJ just went to the Rams. Um, uh, They really, they pushing the chips all in. What you think? It's going to pay out this year? Or? I think that's what you kind of have to do, especially, like, when you're in a situation like they are. Having, like, Indominus Sue. Not, I said Indominus Sue. Having, like, a, uh, Aaron Donald who um, is, is 30 years old. We're about to get ready to see, like, the back end of his career. Matt Stafford, we we almost to you know to the back end. Um, 
Sean McVay, who's a young coach, who's yeah. going to be there for a while. So a lot of these players, they're in their prime. So now it's time to really, like, force the issue as far as, like, like you said, risking it all, pushing the chips forward, saying, you know, I'm in, deal, I'm all in. So they're trying to um, – they're really trying to go for it all. And, and this was one of my teams I picked uh, before the season started to really uh, go off. Because I feel like the addition of Matthew Stafford, it provided so much more uh, offense, offensive um, opportunities that they didn't have with Jared Goff, respectfully. Um, the addition of Odell, I got to see Odell. I got to see how, uh, how he's playing. Uh, I do think it's a lot of, it's a lot of ball to go around. Cause they do Seriously. have some great receivers over there, uh, you know, Seriously. Cooper Cup, Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. Uh, they got a lot of, they have a lot of weapons over there. Yeah, Van Jefferson. Uh, I think they said uh, Robert Woods would be out now. If I'm not mistaken, he got an injury. I don't think Odell gonna play. Um, not this Sunday. Yeah, he, he, no, no. They say he's maybe he play. Monday night football. Yeah. Oh, that'll be next week. Yeah, but that's when he gonna play with him. Okay, okay, so yeah, yeah they played the 49ers, right? Yeah, when they played the 49ers, yeah. that's when he's gonna play division game. Division game. Um. Definitely, they're in the Super Bowl bubble, but they may have just rose higher in that bubble, if that makes sense. Uh, no, I get what you're saying. Like, they was already there. Yeah, they was already there, but now you kind of got to, like, put them a couple notches higher. And he took over more of the bubble. Yeah, I think, this, I think that was a good move. I think, like, adding Von Miller and Odell Beckham. That's, that's the point. That's just, it's just different now. Because Leonard Ford balling. Leonard, yep. uh, that's, that's just going to get free up. Because now you're not gonna be able to necessarily double Aaron Donald like them niggas been doing. Like it's kind of like pick your poison. You double him, you leaving Leonard Florida, you leaving Von Miller open. Bro, this and now Von, defense, exactly they literally have same. a playmaker every line exactly. of defense. Like literally, like they got Jalen, <laughs> Jalen Baller. I feel like that him securing the bag now. He he really yeah. just he really just putting his head down and working. Top 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 corner in the league, if not the best. You know, like. Jalen is facts. For me, I felt like he was always him, the best. Him going to the Rams, how much value does they raise him to? I wonder how much more money they gonna make. Who are they? Just the NFL and just everything. Well, I know, I know for a fact. Maybe going to LA. Tickets price, tickets is up. That's up right now. Tickets price. Them going to LA was just in general. Because now you can market that Monday night game Odell's debut. You could, you know, raise the ticket, raise the prices on that. If you haven't already, the network's finna make money off of this. Like a lot of people make money off this, bro. I might make no money off this when he was in Cleveland, bro. I mean, in Cleveland, bro, that was purgatory for him, bro. I feel like him dealing with having to deal with Baker, bro, like, Baker is a quarterback where he's better when he has to do a lot less. (laughs) If you put put him in a position where he got to take over the game, where it's all on him, he's going to fail you. But if you give him a solid running game and and the defense is clicking, then he's going to give you – a solid performance. He's a, a solid game manager type quarterback, like early Brady. Exactly. Yep. But yeah. I'm, I'm tired of people trying to make it seem like Brady Baker is an elite quarterback. He's not elite. He's he's uh, suitable <laughs> for needs like Cleveland has. He drew Blesso. If it's people that saying Baker was elite. Oh yeah. Oh. You know Skip. You know Skip Bayless. Think he <laughs> I don't really listen to them like that anymore. You know so honestly, I don't listen. Uh, There's a few people who thought he was on the cusp of elite, like he's growing into an elite, and he should, uh, like, you know, when they're discussing his his potential contract, you know, like where he would rank as far as that, like. I mean, you have to pay him what the market, what the market is. You got to pay him that. Like, they're not going, they're not, I believe it's a certain number that they're not going under. 
I'm I thinking. don't care what Cleveland does. It's Cleveland. Man. What you What you think he'll get though? What's like basically, like I give you a bottom line. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe like a thirty three, thirty four. That could mm-hmm. be like the bottom line. You kind of have to. That's what the market is. You kind of have to. That's crazy. Man. What do you yeah. do to get that? You have, it's the market. I mean, like, shit, you kind of have to. He they won it. a playoff game last year? Yes. yes. They beat the Steelers. Yeah. Okay. Beat the Steelers. Yeah. But at the same time, like, with him, How many you got you to you gotta think, though. Like, since they since he got there, I think he's uh, had a winning he record, which they haven't. been in the playoff. Which they haven't even had. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they've had years of obscurity, nigga. Like, I feel like they're going to pay. Yeah, well, they're going to pay. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I feel like they gonna pay him, but it's it's kind of like you can't put him you can't put him in the classes of like Josh Allen and Lamar and all of them. But I I would feel comfortable paying him like a low thirty million type contract. You know what I mean? Like the low thirties, like where you're not putting yourself behind the eight ball because you definitely have defensive players coming up. That's gonna you know what I'm saying? Like Chubb was in that same draft. You gotta pay. You gotta extend him. You know what I mean? So. And plus, I think uh, Kareem Hunt was on a one or two year deal, something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a long term deal. And they, and they balling right yeah, now. And, uh, so you know what I mean? Like they, they gonna have to pay. They gonna have to pay some pieces, bro. So what year is Nick Chubb in? He came in with Baker. He's third year, fourth year. Uh, he gotta get a bag too. Yeah, he earned that bag. <laughs> no question about it. He is their offense. Him and Kareem Hunt is their offense. If they not balling, they not winning. That's mm. point blank period. So I mean, Baker has come a long way. Uh, the, the Browns in general have come a long way, so I gotta give them their credit. And if they want to sustain that, they better pay these niggas. <laughs> but you know, what we got, got what, what's next? What we got? Uh, what you thinking as far as uh, who would you say are the 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 favorites out of each conference? You know, NFC, AFC. I feel like it, it's changing so much. It's hard to really gauge in both conferences because somebody may have Baltimore. Baltimore just lost to Miami, and they're like, eh. Yeah. And I say um, Buffalo, they took a bad loss to Jacksonville. Some people may not be coming off of that take, but it's like, eh, like, you know, you just don't know so many. Like, I feel like the Ravens, the Bills, um, the Titans for sure, that's one team that's look consistent through it all. I feel like people don't sleep on Tennessee. Um, Can they sustain without the uh, I think so. King? I think so. Yeah. I think the air attack is sufficient enough. I'm not saying – I think they could go 500, you know, until he gets back whenever that'll be. Uh, could be playoff be time. Done. I think it'll be done for the year, though, right? He broke his I foot. think they said that's an eight-week recovery. I think the league will still be – will still be playing. I think the Titans will still be playing eight weeks for sure. Okay. If uh, they go 500, though, like – Will that be enough? Because they were uh, 75, 72? 72. 72. Right I said 75. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, my bad. Let me get for per proper perspective. They are 7-2, and two leading the AFC South. Uh, of course, I mean, in their division, their particular division, the Colts are 4-5, and five, Jaguar 2-6. and six. That's a weak division. They're yeah. super weak. So, uh, the problem is – the problem is, will it kick them out of the top five-ish if they were to go to 500? Because, I mean, you got the Rams at 6-3, and three, Steelers at 5-3. and three. Just looking at the top two in each division outside of their division, you're looking at, like, winning records. You know what I mean? Possibly 
Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> possibly going on a run because of the, you know, the, the strength of schedule could be a lot less. So, I mean, it depends. If they were to go 500 for over the last eight games, would it still put them in a the playoff picture? If so, they would probably be a wild card going against somebody like a Buffalo or Baltimore. I think in the NFC, it's a way bigger bubble. Like, uh, you know, you got the Packers, you got the Cowboys, you got the Bucks, you got uh, the Rams, you got the Cardinals. Like, it's definitely like a hierarchy in, um, in the NFC. Um, I think in the NFC, the favorites have to be now the Rams for sure, the Bucks, or maybe even the Packers. I still feel like people don't have faith in the Cowboys. I feel like we still – it's a show and prove type of thing, you know. Like we got to show people no, that we're serious. Real. The Cowboys I'm got the shortest real, leash we, out of any NFL team. That's a Honestly, fact. Honestly, we earned that shit, bro. Like, it's tough to say as a Cowboys fan because I ain't going to lie to you. Over these last couple of games, bro, I was – I started to sip the Kool-Aid. I was thinking, okay, maybe we, we got to – this is this could be the year. Like, as, as much as people say that's all we say, like, I never really actually think that shit. But I started to believe, like, because of the defense flipping so much and the fact that we fought in every game. Like, you know what I'm saying? We didn't – we before last game, we didn't have a performance where we didn't fight. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't fight for the game. Like, we didn't put our best foot forward. So I mean now, but at the same time, like they they that loss kind of took me out of it. <laughs> nah. I feel like at the end of the day, we'll end up facing somebody like a Packers or a Rams that's gonna put their foot on our neck initially. And that we loss might not be able to it. Trust me, like that stuff. Like you got to think. Technically, nothing changed. The same day the Packers lost and the Rams lost. The same Packs. day, so. Too right. much, too much didn't change. The Bills took a bad loss to Jacksonville, so it's like it's things like that. It happens. Like it just happens. That's facts. That last Sunday was our turn to get that, you know, done to us. So it just happened. Don't let it discourage you. I feel like we needed it's that because we haven't lost. Though. I mean, how it happened? If you look, they at, the fi- the if you look at the final score, it don't look bad, but that's not really the tell of the game. Like we got dismantled that game. They came in. A&T Stadium did what, what, what they wanted, wanted to do. To do. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and right and now, I'm, I'm kind of okay Curry with that in the aspect three of save us no lunch meat and nothing. They ate all yeah, the they sandwiches. All that oh, shit. Like, Juice gone. It's the jail. I'm skipping you in line, like taking your nah, food. Like, whatever you getting, give me that too. Like, it's, it's, it was like, it was up, it was up last Sunday. But I think, I think they needed to lose in that fashion like that to remind y'all, like, look, as good as y'all been go. playing this year, y'all still any given any given Sunday any type given stuff. That's Sunday. all it was. Anybody man. can take us out, bro. Anybody can take us out. So, but I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that we are able to take that loss and build from it. But I don't. My faith is not particularly there, bro, because of you know they the body of work they put together over years, bro. Like I got to see it to believe it. But not, not even on Kobe. Just. I mean, we can't. It, the coach staff still doing things that's making us question everything. That's facts. Like, you really just, I, I, I have still not. All Fourth the way. and twos, bro. They're killing it's me. me nervous, the, bro. Right, but at the same time, I feel like that. At first, initially, I want to blame, <laughs> you know, McCarthy for those fourth and twos. But the execution is what really failed on those. It's how we executed. Like it wasn't particularly the. The fact that we went for it, but the way we went about the play, like, bro, the first time we ran, okay, well, we know that back the box is already stacked. Why the fuck are we running that? Well, our, our offensive line did atrocious. No, no, facts. 
But I mean, without Tyrus Smith, bro, it's it's tough. Yeah, that, <laughs> that left side is so vulnerable tough, without man. him. Like, it's tough. Line is a, nah, they, then they, I, I could have sworn still they moved still over there. But he's better so as a right. Can, you think, yeah, like, yeah. left and right is completely different mm-hmm. things. Like, don't get me wrong, they're doing the same thing, but it's not. It's tough it's to blind, switch. It's the blind side, man. It's tough to switch, bro. It's really tough to switch from side, you know, from strike so to strong side. So, so, what you, I, I know. We got our predictions for what the Cowboys, what we're going to do. But we know there's hope coming right in the draft. In the form of. The draft. What you think, you think they finna go heavy? Like, like why you trenches? So, why you thinking so far ahead? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm like, thinking so far ahead because it's like season. they didn't do shit. They didn't do shit doing for like the trade deadline. The trade Everybody deal, else got the, better. You got to think that's the Hold NFL on, I'm just saying, trade I got you. No, but what I'm saying is other NFL teams that were in positions to, to, to make the Super Bowl, they made improvements. That's facts. That's we facts. didn't do anything. We What's actually facts? took steps but back. The, but the thing is, we because we lost people due to injury. That's but, what I mean by this it. Is, that's, that's, but we got people coming back from injury as well. I think reason. that's the reason why we didn't take that next step. It wasn't a move to really be made. It, technically, if you think about it, like that's the rigors of the NFL season. Everybody dealing with COVID, that's the new injury. And Everybody money. dealing with the Man, regular. That's, what, that's the re- what we know. The regular I'm, injuries. I guarantee you, bro. That and money, though. You got to think about the hey, You got to think about the cap situation, bro. Like, where, where we, we, will we, we bring in reinforcements? Very, very, very expensive. You know what I mean? Like, where will we bring in reinforcements that will put us over the top right now? Yeah. Because we have pieces that are coming back, so it's like we, they want to kind of see where those pieces stand mm-hmm. instead of just know, bringing bro, in new pieces. That, a lot of the times, they don't, that that cautiousness doesn't get you anywhere, and you just got to. I be mean, aggressive. but why not? Like, we have. Well, I'm saying we haven't been aggressive. I mean, yeah, well, of course we 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 definitely should. I can give you that. Like as far as aggression, like uh, that's all I'm saying. Putting bro. all the chips to the table, like Put okay, the chips good. Somewhere. Like bro, Jerry, like you know, what I'm he saying? never like, really does. I mean, like, but yeah, his problem is he overpaid the people, you know. He, he overpays the people that he's drafted. He's not overpaying nobody that's like a, you know, a mercenary. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he keep he definitely keeping the talent in the house. He's growing. Like he got his own farm system. That's I draft my players, I develop them, I pay them, and I'm not mm-hmm. mad at that. Like I, I don't mind it. the Cowboys staying pat at the trade deadline because like the NFL trade deadline is not like the NBA trade deadline. You're not looking for too many blockbuster moves to be made. I'm who was in I'm the position a, to even make that move? That's though. what I'm saying. I'm a firm believer in standing and <laughs> standing pat where we at. <laughs> Coming off that Broncos, coming off that Broncos loss, I think now this is a chance for Mike McCarthy to really earn that contract. How do you bounce back against Atlanta, who just they coming off they coming off uh, a win versus the Saints, so they on the high. So how do you how do we manage? I don't it? trust that win versus the Saints, bro. The Saints they got Trevor Simeon like. Oh no no no! no. I'm just saying like a team. I mean like, but as I'm far as like the, even was even if we was to beat Atlanta, like I'm not feeling no type of way about that game. That's that's cool, but I mean our next test is really gonna be the Kansas City but, Chiefs. But that's the next team up though. We gotta yeah. respond as see. Well, of course, we gotta beat them in front of like us. That, we gotta respond as quickly as possible. We gotta. I mean, of course, we gotta beat who going who's in front of us. We have to. So. I dig it, but it's like I, I'm not putting much faith into a win off of them. Like unless we just purely, even if we purely dominate them, I'm not putting much stock into that win. I want us to like when we face 500 and up teams. That's when we get our real test. We can only play who's on the schedule, though. That's what I'm saying. Of course, but I'm talking about like stock. Like stock in this win is none. It's really nothing there. I don't, I don't hold too much stock in this win either. Well, I'm not. I predict that we should beat them. It's predict, the, you know, unfortunately. We should, sma- we should smash them at home, you know. Unfortunately, um, but we don't like, know. For like sure. I said, this is a chance for Mike McCarthy. Like, we need a rapid response this game. Like, 
Okay, so how are you going to respond at home again against a team that's coming in, like I said, off a, off a divisional win? So they're coming in off a high. So how do we knock them back down off their high horse? Like, we need a rapid response. Kellen Moore, what, you, what did you draw? Mike McCarthy, how did you get these boys prepared mentally and physically coming yeah, off that sad loss? Like, and especially losing Randy Gregory out for three weeks. He's on yeah, oh, so it's three weeks? It's three weeks? Yeah, man. So what's, what's the Marcus Lawrence timetable then? They stay he's still weeks away. Yep. Gallimore still weeks away. So Mike, is Michael Gallup playing Sunday? No, they say he playing Sunday. Michael Gallup playing Gallo, Sunday? Oh, no, Gallimore. Gallimore. Uh, no, Neville Gallimore? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's still, what he's about still weeks away. No, Gallup should yeah, be playing Gallo. this Sunday. Is he limited or it's a go? No, he a go. He played. He practiced this week, right, with no limit. So, I'm thinking yeah, should be go, able to go. Uh, initially, they were saying that he, he could have played in the Denver game, mm-hmm. but they just didn't uh, feel comfortable putting him out there yet. So, yeah, um... We're not even in midseason form yet. I feel like a loss to the Broncos kind of knocked us kind of a few steps back from being in midseason form because of that. Yeah. So we still got some uh, got some ways. I'm just hoping we buy time, get uh, get healthy. That's the main thing, man. Get healthy. Yeah. Let's take let's take yeah, these man. next few weeks, bro, Stay and just healthy. take it week by week. Let's first of all, we of course we got to take them Atlanta seriously just because they can score. Don't ever get twisted. They can score with good like with the best of them, but. Uh, Kansas City is next up, and who we got after that? Uh, is it is it the Raiders? Oh uh, uh, yeah, Raiders after that. And then matter of fact, I'm not mistaken. Matter of fact, it's gonna that's actually a short. We have to play Kansas City, then we have to play, play the Raiders, Raiders on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And then I think to finish out, we play. It's still some. Uh, we still have some division games. I know we have to play yeah. the Cardinals in there. We got to play the Rams. We got to not the Rams. I'm tripping. Ooh, thank <laughs> we the Lord. Play the Eagles again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, play the Eagles, Giants, you know, and then uh, Washington twice. I think we gonna finish out with Washington, uh, the Cardinals, and then Washington again. I'm hoping that by the time we play like the Cardinals and like those last division games, I hope that it's really nothing to play for at that time. Because I'm thinking with the extra game, hopefully some coaches will be like, okay, I'm in great position, I'm good. Let's just start resting some of these guys, get like the third or fourth string, get them some playing time. Like, I really hope that's the case. I know for some teams, they're going to be trying to fight to get in that spot for like the teams in the upper echelon of the conferences. I really hope that we start to see players rest because what I don't want is a playoff uh, field injuries, you know, so I don't want to see that's that. Facts. That's what, facts. What, what we looking like? What's next, man? Don't know that. Oh, my bad, my bad, playoff. <laughs> I like uh, this one. Actually, I like this one. Actually... I think, oh, should, well, well I said, it was, should we continue to rest deck? But they put him out there any goddamn way, so, yeah, I think that's about it. Any other freestyles y'all want to Temperature check, man. Temperature check. Temperature uh, check. Temperature mm. check. Mental health, yeah. what's good? We Gucci? We good. We could always be, I could be, I could yeah, always I could be, be better. better. But be better. I'm breathing, I'm walking, I'm, I got all my senses, um. I could be better, man. I got some shoes coming in next week. I've been so, <laughs> so I'm out this. I wish I could show you boys. I'm, I wish I could show like the people, but I could show y'all, man. Let me see. Oh yeah, this might be one. Of, at those. These might be one of more of my. Um, what you getting, bro? What what you what kind of shoes you popping, my guy? I ain't buying no shoes in a minute. Um, they call it the Nike Fragment Design Sakai LD Waffles. Okay. Um, I don't know what he just said. This nigga said some French. This nigga just ordered some 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 crackers or something, bro. (laughs) Shit sounds like a wine or some shit. He had Panera bread as well. I promise you. 
C'est ça que les bleus. Okay. Euh, <rire> euh, <rire> euh, <rire> les bleus. Les bleus. Les Ok. Okay. Waffle joints, man. They look comfy, mm, back, I man. See, they man. look comfy. Yeah. See you. Well, you know, we're exclusive with the Jordans over here, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I like the Nikes, but uh, okay, moving on. Jordans, Jordans uh, definitely feel better on your feet. So, Jordan, good. if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> uh, link to my email. Yes, link to his email. <laughs> oh, not for nothing, though. Speaking of that, uh, Matt Hoffa got the, um, you know, the My Ace for the Pin. He had a post that if you're looking for promo, Hit me up through the email. We could discuss like packages. Mm-hmm. I, I hit him up through his email. He haven't hit me back, so um, I'm, I'm waiting see. on that. Hopefully, he don't hit me over the head. But I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, we get hey, something. We get something reasonable. We get something reasonable. Matter of fact, we could get a little bit into the battle rap scene. Uh, you know, we recently had uh, Smack Volume Eight. Smack Volume Eight. Yeah, man. I, I think it was, it was good. I think it, I think we definitely needed uh, Till Death and Smack Volume Eight because Summer Madness just didn't live up to what it was supposed to. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the Jones that was in Houston. Summer Madness. Madness yeah. yeah, yeah. My homie Chris went down. Oh, they, oh, they went. Uh-huh. He said that it was. Uh, he was pretty pissed off. Uh, I'm pretty he sure he had a total bad experience from start oh, to finish. Oh, he did. Oh man. From parking to. Tires and yeah, he had a bit of a uh, of an adventure. I believe it was it was. I mean, it, it just didn't go the way it was supposed to. It was too much hit and miss, man. Like it, a couple niggas was was on. Like we had, we did get a good battle in between a few, but for the most part, Arson Lou was kind of cool. But was cool. Uh, you know, we got uh, Kayshawn and Hollow, which was Poochie's. Uh, we got. Murder Mook and uh, I ain't even gonna finish the rest. <laughs> Murder Mook and Reed, man, it didn't go quite as expected. But uh, you know, Surfing John John was a good Surfing, battle. Yeah, Chess and Easy was a great battle. Calico Geechee was a great battle. Like, Classic. it's definitely like it's things in the uh, every event is gonna be a hit. You know, uh, it's just it was you, just a lot of mess. Yeah, it's it a, a lot, lot of mess. Of mess. Yeah. But I love battle rap though. Ten years, especially plus. dealing with that chess. Like if you if you got chess and easy, and then you got to follow that up with, I think they were, it was hollow and shine after that. I believe so. Yeah, you can't you can't follow that up with that. Well, it may have been no. <laughs> was it, it, I think it was surfing. I think it was surfing John John after that. Oh, okay. I can't, okay, I can't okay. really remember. I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to remember I'm, I'm, I'm too damn tired to give a battle rap breakdown. I ain't gonna hold you. One day, I'm a, <laughs> one day, I know somebody, somebody might listen. He don't know about it. like no. I really nah, nah, we, 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 we be on this. I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm new to the culture somewhat. Like I'm, I was off and on for quite a while, but I've rededicated myself to the culture. So I don't know shit sure about the culture. <laughs> I apologize, people. Try to pay a little bit more attention to it, but yeah, man, I, I, I think that's a that's a good. Stopping point, bro. I feel like we 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 covered quite a bit today. Yeah, and if man, this ain't enough for y'all, man, just hit us up, bro. <laughs> just hit us up, bro. We got we got families got to get to. Well, uh, we got them. We got them audio finally. Oh, and it sounds yeah, great. I hope y'all like it. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the visuals coming soon. Test mic one two three three three. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. You're so now tuned in to the smooth, smooth listening. <laughs> oh, hey, hold on, hold on. I always want to try this. <laughs> You are now listening to <laughs> the <smooth laughs> voices of yeah. Marcus, Javon, <laughs> and Eli. More, hopefully, more. Safe. What's up with the merch? We um, 
merch is eventually on the way. We got to get a big enough following. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to make those requests that y'all, that's These something that y'all would be interested in. Just Hit off. us up on the socials, bro. Hit My us up on the socials. You know what I'm saying? Gems for the record. Gems FTR podcast on Facebook and on Instagram, Twitter as well. Hit us up, man. We 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 interested in uh, speaking to the people, bro. That's one of the main things we want to add: creative, interactive, social, uh, you know, type of thing going here. So definitely Shout hit us out up, bro. To whoever you are that's listening to us in Germany. Oh yeah, all my German, New whiskey. But nah, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We definitely trying to move forward with a lot of different things, man. Get the visuals up for y'all so y'all can see this this uh this beautiful atmosphere that we got going on here. We got candles, nigga, and y'all don't even get to see them. Yeah, man. It's It's a beautiful aroma and everything, bro. But yeah, we working. We definitely working, bro. Appreciate y'all, man. Till the next time. Peace. 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 Rot and pray. <laughs> Live holy every day. Y'all be safe. Y'all be safe. <laughs> <laughs>